2. Hello everybody and welcome to the Plaid Chat Awards season. It's episode 160 and I'm joined by Bren, the director of ranting, Mimi, the director of trains and transportation, and Bala, the direction of offering to train people in things that they don't want to be trained in. Was that even this year actually? I think that was, yeah. Dude, that was an outrageous moment. If you want, like... (laughs) That that was an outrageous moment. I don't think that even made the awards season, but that was... That is stuck (laughs) with me, that one. Just how much good stuff's out there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. How's everybody doing? How are you doing, Brent? (laughs) How are you doing, Brent? As I take a sip and a little drinky drink? Yeah, how are you doing? Well, it's uh, it's 22 minutes past one um, in the morning, which... Um, I really wanted to be on this episode, and I haven't slept. Well, actually, I woke up at like seven, eight a.m., so it's pretty late. Um, and if this award show goes late, which I listen, I've got an in- inclination it might, um, then it will be yeah, we'll be approaching like what twenty hours awake. That's fucking light work. Oh, I s- <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. We'll make no money for this show. That's exactly as we intended it to be. <laughs> Thank we you, put Brent. a million dollars into this award show. The investors, God. the trophies getting printed out, and there's there's no God, money left dude, in it already. Come on. That's You've just bankrupted us up. for 2024. <sighs> I'm not Red Bulled up. I'm the Red Bull down. I'm not. I don't have anything <laughs> in my veins right now. Get yourself a no, get, get put, I'm going to bed. You guys can do this. I'll see you guys later. Wake him up when the awards start. Yeah, wake me up when the show starts. Okay, so later on, we're going to be doing the awards. We, if you've missed it, you could have voted. It was a public voting system. It was a private nomination. So we had our directors nominate the best moments of the year. I mean, mostly Kurt. And then the public was able to vote on them. So I'll, I'll be reading them out later. We've got, I think, 12 awards, something like that, for 2023. Ooh. And as we head into the next year, I, I think we need to start off by wrapping up some of the important news, though, from the end of 2023. And, and we're starting with one that's making my blood boil, honestly. <laughs> I, I actually can't believe that they've done this. Icebox is coming back into the <laughs> map pool. Okay, I'm not that mad about that, as long as they make some changes to it. But to replace Haven! Haven! The greatest yeah. map of our generation? Well, that's actually DDoS too, but it's okay. It's fine. No worries. <laughs> that's your generation, mate, not mine. <laughs> Old man. Dust sucks ass. What are you talking about, Bola? Why would you say that about him? He's an award winner. Sure, I'm sorry. <laughs> Tell me, why have they taken out Haven? Why have they done this to my boy? I don't know. It's like, it was one of the oldest maps without any changes, right? Yes. It's the oldest map. It's the oldest map with no changes. Yeah. Yeah, but Bind was also in the game at the exact same time, and that's barely had any changes. They like tweaked some they of the took it out, though. Yeah, okay. A no, set middle recent changes are almost were pretty the same in a map. I feel like Bind has changed a lot since they came out. Didn't they just tweak the teleporter positions, and that was about it? Oh, no, no they I guess they changed the back, the back of A. Yeah, the back of they had the boxes and stuff. got changed a little bit. Like, yeah, I guess they did. Yeah. Haven is yeah. the only map that's been like completely untouched for eons. Uh, yeah, but I, mean, I don't, I don't agree with the logic of like it's old, so you got to take it out and change it though. Sure. Because I agree. I mean, it it had to have been a scent. Well, the, the what's the, the scent still the, doing in there? The way they think about this is like, okay, well, let's think about the the like 
the gimmicks and like the the, the three site maps and da, 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 and that's like how they they're like we need sunset or and split to be in the map pool because they're kind of similar and then we need uh, this one and we can't have three two three map sites like that's how they think about it and is that yeah. really it I, I think so because why would I they mean... take out there's literally no reason to take out haven over ascent in this in this situation well Ascent came out later map site. no exactly. but i mean yes but i feel like a sense there's no other map that plays exactly or at least similarly macro to it whereas i feel like you can look at the pool and if you're thinking about it a certain way you can see that like lotus and haven fill the same niche so why would we repeat that when we could have a map with a different gimmick because yeah icebox macro is very different than those two other maps that is yes true. because there's no mid yes because yeah. they've designed a, <laughs> they've designed a site where you can't use mid on either attack or defense it's they're making it's changes poopy to it poop. Are they going to redesign? Okay, every Are they other time they like three it? times, and they never fixed any of the issues with the map. All right, like, you want to you want to you want to know what I want? You want to know what I want added? Pull up paint, Kurt. I'm going to direct your cursor. I'm going to draw a <laughs> fucking masterpiece. Actually, I might be testing. We've uh, we've. There's no yeah. way. Uh, I'm yeah, we might be testing. This computer can handle up. paint. We can handle paint. Okay, it can handle paint. All right, can you draw me icebox from memory, please? What's that? Just quickly draw icebox from memory. Just quickly draw icebox. Uh, I, I, I I there we go. go. Yeah. Oh no. Okay. Um, uh, I mean, that's okay. Actually, kinda... no, new, new me, strategy. Me, Can me. we go to Google and just copy and paste okay. the icebox? Good idea. Good idea. Good idea. <laughs> Hold on. Give me a moment. Okay, okay. Talk about something else. All right. Distract. Distract the audience. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. The <laughs> first one of illusions. Show them something exciting. Here's what I'm bothered about. Has there ever been a map that got taken out of the pool and had serious changes put back in? Like, what's the largest change they've ever made to a map? I feel like it's normally Three, tweaking some 50-50s, no. moving around some boxes. Do they ever actually... Breeze got fundamentally pretty they were, they fundamentally changed. But yeah, I, I suppose. I feel like Breeze still plays not the same, but it's like, it still has the similar big ideas. What was Pearl? the pearl change? Pearl with the like only one smoke covering be long between the screen, yeah. less spammable. It changed the agents yeah. you played, but it had the same ideas. I feel like. Look well, I mean, but that actually addressed oh, the long. Sure, yeah, sure. Okay. Anyway. This is okay. exactly what I want. Okay, so um, create a underground tunnel from um, <laughs> in between B Green and B Cubby towards the B site, like an Please. underground tunnel. Okay, so the red will be the tunnel here. So yeah, like, okay. From like here? from here, what? yeah, uh, but, but just do it directly into the B site. Oh, yeah, so it goes. Oh. No, 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 no. It goes into the B site. The so B where, the, where it's labeled B site. It goes oh, so like under. This? So like a tunnel there. Yeah, but there's like there's like a it's an underground tunnel. So it's a different elevation, and there's like a box or two. Right. Okay. There's a box or two in in the tunnel. So can you draw? So the that tunnel means for me? if you lose B green control, then the attackers could take the two different routes into the site. So you can't just fight around yellow. You also yeah. Have so to you play can't like just only fight tunnel. around. Yeah, exactly. You need to like fight a little bit further back. Yeah, that's Dude, a why? that's a great tunnel. <laughs> why did I you like tell that? Kurt the tunnel had to start at B cubby? Why why wouldn't it just start at B green? <laughs> no, no, no. It, I I meant like in a straight line, but I like where he's going with this. The, <laughs> He's getting, it, he's it, crazy, it crazy. You just have to, you just have to imagine because it's otherwise you wouldn't be able to tell that it's an underground. You okay, know? yeah, that's good. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. that. That's, that's cool. True. That's nice. That's okay. nice. Okay, so we've got like another way into the site that's that's like you know it's not as good. Like you, you can easily watch it if you're if you're going like the defenders are favored. Um, and then what we're gonna do is we're going to can you like chop off 
the left side of the map and push the yellow in. <laughs> like, just, can you drop off? Oh, like the like, two little nooks on that side. Wait, yeah, not you, that can, much. Can, take, take that and just squeeze it together. So, like, squeeze it. Okay, so... And then push it, <laughs> yep, like this. So it's slightly smaller okay. now. Okay. Okay, wow. so it's slightly smaller on this angle. Yep. Reminded that and... this is the person that came up with ISO. I know, I was thinking to myself, bro, this is so stupid, and I was like, wait a second. It's probably gonna be exactly what they do. Fern <laughs> <laughs> is literally on the game dev team. And um, the kitchen, if you could remove the right side of B kitchen. Right, so when you walk just up the tube, you don't just have to walk. It's no longer 50-50. Fill it in with something for me. Just fill it in. Um, like with concrete. Just on the, on the right side. <laughs> they just poured <laughs> concrete in the kitchen. Yeah, I'm just imagining it's like everything is still there, but they just build a brick wall on the map. They're just walling off the map that used to be there. Sorry, guys, so, can't no, go no, here no, anymore. No, not that. So the right side of kitchen. Oh, so, when you're coming so, out of you know tube. When, when, you know the tube, be tube there. Oh, like Basically, tube. when you yeah, exit like the tube. Yeah, 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 I want to yeah. get rid of that. Can we just like concrete that up? Maybe just put it in... Um, Put it in black or something. Yeah, just delete it. That's fine. Make it the void. Let's get rid of it. What am it's I doing? Oh, I'm figuring out. It's okay. This. It's all right. I'm no so problem. nervous. This is like my shirt trying to Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and this is perfect. I think one more thing. If if I was to, um, if I was to be, uh, I think we need to remove the roof of the A site. Remove the roof. How do you roof? show that on the map? You can't really. Just, but just write no roof on Just the write side. no roof over on A. Okay, I gotta use red text because it's important. Can I also potentially add, I don't want to ruin a masterpiece here. Sure. But I feel like you see the big, like directly in the center, right underneath mid palette, this black area that you can't access. It makes mid, no, no, the one to the bottom left of that. Yeah, that one. It, because it's so wide, it makes mid really narrow. You can block it off with a single Viper Orb, which means the defenders don't get good access there. You also don't really want to walk down it. Like, can we, can we make that a bit, yeah, like not completely accessible, but let's draw some gray on the left-hand side of it. What if there's just, instead and block of up, can being we, a... Can we brick up underneath tube? Can Ooh. we just put bricks there? Actually, this, that's a terrible mean? idea. What? No, that's no, a don't terrible block idea. A, no, don't brick don't, up wait. tube. No, no, no. I'm no, not no, getting no. bricked up for the tube. <laughs> don't, don't brick it up. I uh, mean, what, what are you doing here with the? What have you asked our producer to do, Kurt? Okay, no, no, I've, this I've, is, I've this messed is it good. up. No, no, no. Okay, no, no, so what? we just leave leave a little blip. Oh wait, like, this guy's some, crazy. Leave cover <laughs> in the middle. Like think think old breeze where there's a big piece of cover, but it's mostly just open in mid. Do that with mid here, and then you can you can actually split mid. Let's got rid of the whole of mid. Mid is enormous. Cool. Wait, no, 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 no. We still need some cover there. We've made breeze. <laughs> <laughs> no, this looks good. So. Actually, Kurt, can you install a grate on the right side, just underneath mid pallet? Yes, of course. Oh, but that doesn't make any sense because you can literally see from spawn to spawn. People. Are... No, 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 <laughs> because it's like it's elevated. Here? That's good. Dust two has that. That's good. Oh, here we go. What, Wait, you want a grate there that stops people going mid to end? No, 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 no. A bit, a bit deeper down. You can unlock oh. it if you get the key at B green. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you have to get the key. You have to complete the R. 
Um, that's amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, Could I have open, another idea? You can can open you this up if you get the key? Where's where's uh where, where's the, the key? Uh, be yellow. I think they have to should go all the way to be yellow for the key. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Put, put a blue yeah. orb. Yeah. This is genius. We're actually just teaching people how to play map control defaults by playing the map. They just yeah. have if they want to play, if yeah. they want to use the door, they gotta they gotta do map That's control. That's awesome. Kurt, Kurt, if you're trying to draw a key, be very careful. It doesn't look like a cock and ball. Yeah, I realize, I realize that. We're just gonna use colors. Can you fill in the bee kitchen concrete? Can you just like fill it in as like black so it's uniform with the rest of the map? Yeah. Uh, where? To show what areas aren't the the accessible. white section, make it black. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. So yeah, forward. beautiful. Um, and then can you go to B tube? And under B tube, I want you to add a pile of exploding barrels. These are props you can pick up and move <laughs> okay. around the map if you want to. But if you blow them up under B tube, it collapses B tube. Thereby oh. nullifying that space and making mid control much stronger for defenders. So the two, why the... wouldn't the defenders always blow up the barrels at the start of the round? Because sometimes they're there and sometimes they're not. Oh! oh the yes. Can you add yes. like a percentage, like thir like let's say like thirty-seven point five on the exploding barrels? That being seems there? balanced. That seems uh, balanced. I'll make it as like an annotation here. Dude, Thank that's you. Sick. Okay. And if it doesn't spawn on the eco rounds, you just rush under two, yep. and they can't do shit. That'd be lit. Yep. That's so good. I love what we've cooked here. I like it too. I think we've got. I think we're onto something. If everybody could just post this to all forms of social media saying leaked icebox changes, <laughs> that would be fantastic as well. This once, is once actually what internal Slack messages in the Riot map development team looks like. It had an MS Paint diagram. What if we got rid of Haven and it's just Paint of Haven X'd out? This looks pretty good, I think. Yeah, I like I, this. I mean, defender spawn is like just perfect. Apparently, this entire part of the map is anything wrong with A? You wouldn't change anything except for well, the no, remove the roof. Remove the roof. Pretty okay. big change. Crazy brim lineups well, incoming. Yeah, and so I think it might nerf the lineups because normally they rebound. But honestly, I just want to. <laughs> yeah, those really know, just... common brimstone lineups that everyone was doing on icebox. No, the viper molly. The yeah, oh, the, the viper molly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Gambit would have. Like, just got nerfed by that. You're right, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the crazy the, raccoon would have won. <laughs> the, Remove the, the, the roof. No more, no more post plant from back belt. Well, it's harder to play it because it takes longer. That's my. That's the reason. They should, the add, they should add lightning. You can still throw mollies on the ground. You know that, Brian, right? Yeah, but they have to open themselves wide. Yeah. They can't just hide like little cowards. You know there's cowards. walls. They, Remove them. They, they weren't, Take down they weren't, the walls. What do you mean walls? Are they, they ghosting They weren't using the them? roof for cover. No, but they, you guys, okay, Kurt, I'm going to need you to annotate this because yeah. you guys are just not grasping what I'm getting here. Underneath a belt, I just need a little yeah. dot. Like, yeah. do, the vipers sit at the bottom there as far back as humanly possible, oh, and they yeah. fire a molly from, like, right there where your cursor is. Yeah, they fire, like, a the molly roof. there into the ceiling, and it rebounds yeah. down pretty quickly into the play post. But surely then, Brent, they, they could just shoot it like, higher. And have a sky molly, and it would do the same well, it exact thing. Takes longer, thing. is what he's saying. Takes okay, longer, okay. is what I'm saying. So it's hard. It's not as. But what I'm saying, Brent, is feasible. that they 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 stand a little to the left and they shoot it off the right wall, and it still lands just as fast. If maybe not, fa maybe faster. Oh, I know what you're uh, talking okay. about. Yeah. So what we actually need is okay. Sticky can we walls. Put, Sticky can walls we put... can't bounce anything off the walls. They get Ooh, stuck to the walls. And That's you can a great climb idea. Them like Spider-Man. 
Yeah. I like that. Okay. Yeah. What if we and had lightning that blows you up if you stand in one place for one to five seconds, therefore forcing yeah. attackers so to move in the post plant? Inside yeah. Of the yeah. Site. I like, like that. basketball. <laughs> Fucking can't stand five seconds in the key. <laughs> okay. Okay. I need, I need us to not spend another hour redesigning icebox yeah i think i think it's good i love something. how we didn't even solve any of the issues with the map it's all good no, no. worries no. yeah we did i mean we got, like we we made mid a bit more accessible dude, with look the at the sight line look at the sight line down the no, right no, no, side no, no. you mid. need the key to no open because that it's up. elevated and you need to open it up with the, it's it is a great you, you need can shoot so like you have to jump out once you open the door i'm envisioning <laughs> this section in, wait yeah. can you add like isometric lines to show that that right section of mid we opened up is trenched and not at the same grade as everything else i'll try my best thank you where where were the isometric lines <laughs> so i i know you that engineering degree you have is going to come in clutch right now kurt uh with these schematics but just the section in middle between the black blob and the wall on the right okay make so that right, underground right here yeah, that that's underground. Oh, underground, it's overground. Yeah, it's it's above. It's high ground because you oh, have to I jump. I was imagining the... it like a trench that you have to like go down into and then can fight up. So you get crazy high. But it works either here? way. Yeah, sure. This is ludicrous. Right. Okay, like, that works. Can I can I get your actual? Uh, are people excited to have Icebox back in? I'm really <laughs> excited to get Icebox back. Yes. Can we? Can I get a take? Once we see these changes in action, the map is going to be. People are going to love this shit. <laughs> I can't wait to see how the key plays out in, uh, in yeah, pro play. When, when the key objective is being fought over for the first time, I'm going to be so excited. No, I, Icebox, I don't know. Icebox was, uh, that, that, that's my home territory in ranked. I'm actually really excited for selfish reasons. I'm like, I'm looking forward to playing that map again in, in, in ranked. In pro play, less so. And I'm also not excited to see Haven gone because um, that was one of my favorite maps. To watch in pro play, but... Haven was the most interesting map to watch recently with the amount of yep. fucking Viper that was going on in the map. The Viper Omen, the Viper Harbor, a lot of different playing the regular stuff. Like it was very diverse. Right now, it's the second time I feel like they've done that. Like Breeze leaving the season right as Harbor came out when people were running a bunch of Harbor and it was finally going to get a new shakeup. And Haven as well here, I think it's the same type of thing. They, they keep mm. they keep messing with it right when the meta gets interesting. I wasn't upset at Breeze getting taken out. No, of course not. But 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 like when you think about, especially when I think a lot of people were like, uh, were like, oh, Breeze is stale. It's like uh, that map was just getting like somewhat interesting in terms of the meta yeah. developing because of Harbor and then just removed it. And compare that because Icebox was still in the fucking pool, which wasn't getting any fucking <laughs> changes at all in the meta back then, even though it did with Harbor. Um, it was still based on the same map. Um, mm -hmm. That, you just send that one away. And they didn't. And I, I feel like they make the wrong decision every time when it's about which map should I remove? Every time. Yeah, mm. I, I feel like for me, my just biggest worry is that whatever changes they make to Icewax, if they do, because again, like we mentioned earlier, they've already made two big change cycles, hasn't really fixed the, the greater issues of mid just being useless and also the meta just being kind of stagnant on the map. If it still is in kind of a stagnant place and then we have both that and Ascent in the pool, it I feel like there is room for just pure bedging. But on the other hand, I also think that Icebox can be fun to watch in pro play. Like, 
watching Fnatic when they were like the best team at Icebox was always a joy because they had a very good understanding of the map. And well, there's a lot of simple concepts. It kind of forces you to focus more on execution, which I feel like is kind of also what Ascent does, which then goes back to the same idea of if their big thing is we want every map to have its own niche. We can't have two, three site maps where the macro is a lot around extremity control. Then why are we having two maps that kind of fill the same thing? I'm really just kind of hoping everything on that the changes will significantly shake up how people play Icebox. Mm. Okay, well, now that we've solved all of the problems and <laughs> illustrated what, you know, what our concerns as well, I want to go on to what I think was just the final blow to the head for me for 2023. I was looking forward to watching Chinese Ascension, and I was oh. looking forward to watching Rare Atom, they were clear favorites heading into the tournament. They were clearly better than all of the teams heading into the finals. And just like in EMEA, we had a massive upset result at the very final moment with Rare Atom losing 3-1 with double map ban uh, against DRG. And DRG are a fun team to watch. They're, they're a really cool team to watch as well. T-Virus Luke, great player. Vukashu, cracked Sentinel player from Russia as well. Um, but... I was I was so disappointed. Now, to be honest, it probably won't make that much difference because there's at least four teams in Chinese VCT that don't have good rosters and are probably looking to pick other people up. But yeah, this was a major surprise. So the the eleventh team that's going in is Dragon Ranger Gaming. Amazing! Oh, let's go! Amazing! <laughs> I love their Old logo. Yeah. It's just a little guy. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't exist. Their handle that is DR cool. Gaming underscore info. I don't think that's, that's right. awesome. DRG official that. is the new one. I don't know why it's not updated on VLR. DRG Gaming DRG official. official. No, just oh official. DRG official. Now they're official. Now that they've made it DRG into BCT, official. they're in the big league. What? That's <laughs> not the that's not the this? right one. A fickle. It's misspelled, bro. It's without the I. <laughs> Oh, no Wait, way. it's misspelled? <laughs> yes, dude. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. This is like an image they found from Google, but they didn't Okay, didn't to, to their the credit, it's, so a, it's, a, it's a Chinese organization. Yeah, they they don't really not... care about... Twitter that much. Most oh, Chinese reason they have a Twitter be... is to link to their Weibo. Like, let's be real. Yeah, yeah I don't think they quality, give a fuck though. about Twitter. But who gives That's a fuck? Go, let's go find their their Weibo. I bet they go crazy there. Uh, Sixty nine posts. There that is. one, right? <laughs> Loading. We're transferring. We're going through the firewall right now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. How do you have dark See, this is already? sick. This is crazy. Look at that. Look this... at their banner on this one. It's it's dragon ranger. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, I, yeah, the I won. To to go. All right. So like a little run through DRG as the new team. Yeah, they've got like a a pretty cracked Ulysses main on their team. Is a lot of fun to watch. Um, they've also got this um, Russian player, Vukashu, who's just been tearing it up in Chinese Valorant. Um, I mean, look at the guy's rating. He's got like a 1.3 and 1.4 rating on Sentinel throughout all of his runs. Um, he's just been absolutely massacring people. 
Uh, and their calling improved dramatically for the finals. Unfortunately, it was the same kind of situation again, in my opinion, where Rare Adam uh, got to a finals, looked like they had a chance to win, and the the players choked pretty badly. Uh, they they should have been able to win map one, I think, on split, and they just couldn't stop a B hit from happening. They were using their stars horribly, anchoring horribly. Um, yeah, the anchors on split were not good. Yeah. It was not good at all. But uh, I, I think Martin has previously been a great player as well, and he didn't. He had tons of spots where he was just like slow walking through a smoke, trying to catch a timing, and ended up dying. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah, it there was, was a tough. lot of that, lot of that individualism that I, I don't know. I, I hadn't watched too much of Ascension, so I didn't have a, I didn't have a benchmark to measure Rare Atom off of, other than like a few maps prior. But it just reminded me of watching EDG um, before they started getting international experience. You know what I mean? Where they were like yeah. really limit testing. And maybe maybe they've shown like high caliber, like you were saying prior. But when I'm watching them, just try and make hero plays when they should be saving in a two v four. And uh, I can't remember who the hell it was, but they just some bloke just wandered for a smoke, just fucking just wandered through when he should have been saving a rifle. There were many instances of them trying to make hero plays. Um, yeah. I, that but... isn't standard though. I mean, Rare Adam actually one of the things that I've enjoyed about them is that they're more of a team focused. Uh, they're they're their calling on the attack side has previously been excellent. Yeoman, the IGL, has been really good, but I think he struggled in this game. I think the more supportive elements really struggled in this game to to get started. And then by the time they got back into it, it was it was a little too late. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll tell you who did impress me is the Zeno. Zeno? Mm. I don't yeah. know how you say his name. Um, as, a, as an Omen player, because, dude, his util was on point with the way that they were playing certain maps with the heavy anchoring. I don't know, I don't know what like china dude china just doesn't look at vods of ascent gameplay i don't think because the ascent map was just two teams just ignoring mid it was a gentleman's agreement mid we will not go there apart from just one exist. round where our jet player will opt mid defensively and no one will support them but it's okay because nobody will go there on the tax side no one, no one will <laughs> even contest them so it's fine but they just they were just hitting the extremities over and over and over again and doing like oh, oh we're back we're back we're back. Right. We're, oh. We should still be live. We are live. We are live. Oh, okay. Okay. Still be Hi live. guys. That was Sick. bizarre. That was a yeah. little. That was a little funny moment. Yeah. <laughs> what just happened? Uh, Some my of the internet internet's just died. But for, well, I think on the VOD it's just gonna skip forward, so it might be a little odd. But that's a little funny. Okay. Well, hello, VOD watchers. <laughs> we just had a jump forward in time. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to time to the traveling future. with Platchat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's actually quite weird, Brent, because they were previously rotating two Smokes players, uh, Yuchin and Zeno, and they've just started playing more and more and more Zeno the more like the deeper in the tournament they've gotten. Um, and he's had some maps where he looked terrible and some maps where he's looked amazing, and I think they're just trying to get him more and more consistent, I guess. Yeah, uh, the man I is agree. a fucking... He he's better. actually a crackhead on Omen. Like, he limit tests Omen like I've never seen before. Like, he's got paranoia. He was... I, there's one instance of where he's just controlling B main of split by himself. You know how Omen's doing. They'll just TP out if they get overwhelmed. And he, like, paranoid for the Heaven players holding from B main. And then, I, I don't yeah, know. He's just... That was... He's, yeah. He's, uh, yeah, I don't know. He was just, um, he was really, one of the things I always look for as well with smokes players is just how on point they are with defensive, like supportive smokes to help like anchoring players, like splitting up sides and stuff and how on point they are with that kind of stuff. And he was usually there for it. It was actually, I thought it was one of the big reasons why, um, they did so well on Ascent. Um, I think as well. 
Also, as with most situations, as with Rare Adam against EDG earlier on in the year as well, like a month ago, whenever they played, it it's not just Rare Adam choking. It's also that the opponent that they're playing against it, it ends up performing better than I think they're expecting. Yeah. Because EDG went nuts in that final. Like, that was the one where Kankan got two aces. Yeah. Was it back-to-back? No, back-to-back. I don't think it was. Yeah, was it back-to-back? back-to-back? Yeah, that's absurd. And then, um, yeah, DRG played a lot better here. If you've got um, if you've got any chance, Kurt, to pull up round 19 and 20 of split after this, it's like ridiculous, ridiculous situations. The, the DRG players, I think, came into this match with a lot of kind of fuck you confidence and it it seems to have rattled rare atom and i think that that's to be expected from a lot of the chinese teams because they don't have a huge amount of experience a lot of them other than edg the top level is rotated around so much yeah yeah. I, I feel like that what we were for this to be pulled up though like you were saying with you know the kind of the chinese league coming together just ahead of this year and with a lot of teams still looking for players and trying to figure that out i think we will definitely see most if not all of these where adam guys get picked up Stu, in particular was fucking doing <laughs> ridiculous stuff yeah, this crazy. entire series he was single-handedly lifting with the weight with just the the pure strength of atlas to try and keep his team in this game <laughs> and it it still wasn't enough in some of these maps but he looks insane a lot of these other guys were playing well too martin wood's good throughout the tournament he impressed me with some of his stuff uh, on the Sentinel role. Uh, but yeah, I, I think we should probably see most of these guys get a home on one of these other rosters that's been picked up for franchising. Dude, I'm telling you, could put together that that's the Korean super team with all the free agents, the restricted free agents, the players that are going to be available. I'm telling you. You can't do like, that in China, dude, You can't do that in China, though. <laughs> no, There's I'm saying, like, I'm saying another available. APAC team just kick everybody, bro. Just fucking get rid of everybody. <laughs> I don't know who, just one of the teams, just like, get rid the of them. The only team that well, isn't, it's Tam, or, uh, what the fuck is it? <laughs> Beren is gunning for his Korean Nation. license. That's he the only team. There. Why is it? Bunch... Visa. Yeah. De- yeah, detonation focus me. Is that who you mean? Just yeah, get rid of Yeah, I guess, I guess detonation. Or just Dude, any look team at these that wants ra- to do Sorry. it. Sorry, look at these rounds though, right? So, the, <laughs> this is, um, you've got, Luke is going to be peaking mid in this round. And Luke's been really impressive in the latter stages of this tournament, but he's still not been better than Stu overall, and he hasn't been better oh, this, than uh, I Spring as well, generally speaking. But in the last like few matches of this tournament, Luke has just been on, I don't know, uh, some kind of a heater, and he pops off. He just he spots the. This is so silly. Oh, wow. that is just a disgusting wow. shot there for the 2K. And then they have a spam setup off the cam in B Heaven as well to catch Martin over here too. They just look so clean. And they just have the cam catching onto Martin's feet and then they spam and kill him and it looks really good. And then in the in the next round, you have Luke getting a 2K with a shorty as they hit A main, which is just oh, absolutely bonkers. Just stupid. Yeah. Yeah, he's like trying to delay forever. <laughs> The guy was nasty. Yeah. In my in my mind, yeah, maybe he hasn't been like as consistent as Stu, but like because Stu was the, one of the few people who was actually doing anything on this map, he was like keeping them in the two. Luke was just going crazy. Definitely. I mean, Luke, look at this. 125 <laughs> player deleted, 150 player deleted. I love that he's just is still running forward. He did not let go of W that entire sequence. I was trying yeah. to like listen to see where he went, like, and I thought he fell into sight. I thought the showstopper was killing him, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's just in their cage. Just run yeah. forward. He just I went to like hell and then jumped back observer, into the cage with the stun. 
for this like Chinese Ascension event would have been one of the hardest things in the world. The amount off, of though. jets who are just doing things like that must be ludicrously hard to keep track of. Yeah, they, they popped off. The Chinese observers were fantastic. Yeah, like some of the like weird like 70-30 splits to start rounds. Like there was some there was some cool stuff. The production was very yeah. good for this event. But the, there are also plenty of Chinese teams that don't really have rosters that look competent heading into VCT. So I would imagine that Rare Atom... The thing with Rare Atom was even if they got picked up, they would have had to make a change anyway. They're only allowed one import. They have Yoru, yeah. who's their well, IGL, it's the same with, um, and Stu, who's their star player. With, with Dragon Gaming. Dragon Dragon D's Nuts Gaming. The, <laughs> That's the, not their name. The, well, they've got two they players, right? They can't play. Player, yeah. Singaporean and, yeah. and Russian player, which is yeah. Zeno and... Um, but and the, the, fact that, the fact that Zeno has been getting like interchanged slightly with Yuchin, their other Smokes player, makes me think that they're just going to stick with Vukashu. Mm. And Zeno's just getting unlucky broed. He's, mm. just making, he's just carrying them to Ascension and, and leave. <laughs> yeah. Well, they can, put, they can still put him on the bench. The rule is that you can't have more than one import playing at a time, I believe. So I think you can still have... Uh, I think you can still have like him on the bench and maybe if he rotates in, maybe... Uh, Maybe they'd find like a Chinese Sentinel player to rotate out, so, so they have like two <laughs> rosters. I don't know. That would be bizarre. That'd be weird. <laughs> That'd be horrible. What was the reason yeah. for them not grandfathering in these teams again? Josh, what you're you... a resident expert. Well, they, I, I, they didn't really say why they weren't going to grandfather people in, but I would imagine it's because they, like, what? When do you use the grandfathering rule? Because they, they had already announced. Like, the people that are playing through Ascension, they could have made roster changes going into Ascension. So, although actually the, the rosters were locked at the beginning of December. I don't know. They just, they've made it so that it's only players from, like, China, Taiwan, Macau, and Hong Kong, I think, yeah. are the four regions that can actually play in Chinese VCT. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty limited. It's actually even more limited than other regions because if you want to play in Chinese VCT, you have to declare that like this year. Otherwise, you can never get back in. Whereas with other regions, if you have dual residency, you can like swap around. It just takes a year and a half to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. It's it's a bit weird. But yeah, that's that's what's going on over in China. It should be pretty interesting. Um, I would recommend anybody checking out this game, by the way, because unlike with Ascension, where with most other regions, we're expecting the Ascension team to probably be, I don't know, what would you guys say is fair? Like middle of the pack? Sure. Like if you win Ascension yeah. in your region, like we're expecting you to be about there. These teams, we're expecting to be at up towards the top because there's so many other teams in uh, China that just don't have great rosters right now. I rare Atom with the second best team of the most recent three months. Um, in China. So the fact that DRG's beaten them, this isn't just, well done, you won Ascension, you're probably going to be a middling team. This is like, DRG yep. might be the representative for Madrid or Shanghai or something like that. So worth worth going and checking out the game and seeing potential uh, representatives moving forwards. I also feel like uh, China's a weird region where some of these teams that look like not that great come and just do pretty decent when it comes to international i mean billy billy who just fell off completely in this Dude. off season like obviously beat nrg that time and like i don't know it's a it's a weird situation where i think this team and a lot of the other teams that should have called most of the time just sometimes don't and they're much 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 better um than you expect when looking at the some of the teams that called there's yeah. something to be said about having no pressure going into international events um, I think just when you know the expectations leveled against you are 
you know, at best that you're just like, I don't know, you're putting up a performance, you get a win. Like when the bar is set there, uh, I feel like it's quite freeing. You got nothing to lose. You got nothing to lose when you head into it, which is like when we see all those upsets happen, I feel like that's usually the case. It's like you're up against, I don't know, fucking how many times did Optic lose to Zersha? I mean, like twice yeah. in groups, right? Like <laughs> there's like instances. Why is it always happening to the Optic core as well? Actually, there's, there's they some, love getting upset. There's something going on there, yeah. But the yeah, I don't know. It's there's something to be said about just having just absolutely minimal expectations going into the event, just trying to do as best as you possibly can, and not being upset at yourself if you don't go far into the tournament because it does it does free up teams to just absolutely pop off. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about NRG. Uh, NRG's roster finally being announced. So on the other side of things, it it, it is what we expected, right? So. If you're expecting us to do a song and dance about it and really go through yeah. everything we've been saying for months, you're not going to get that in this episode. But we did actually get a really cool piece of information, which was that Ethan is going to be the IGL for this team. So we had theorycrafted about, like, I think three different people, Marv, Crashies, and Ethan being IGL. Those were the primary three candidates that all had different reasons why you might want them to be leading the team. So... What do you think about the fact that it's going to be Ethan having the reins? Do you expect him to be immediately great? Does he need? To, do you think he'll need some time? What's, what's the thoughts over here? I think he's going to be all good. I, I, I've seen so much discourse on, on Twitter that's just, how dare they not have a dedicated IGL? How, Ethan has only just emerged from the primordial soup. His brain is that of an infant. He's never made a decision before. NRG is going to be the worst team in the league. I'm here to tell you that that is not true. Bro is like, he's 90 years old. He's been playing top-level <laughs> FPS games for eons in Counter-Strike. Comes into this game from the outset, has been playing at the top level. Just won a championship, and guess what? He's, he's always been a vocal player. He's always been, at least in some ways, an emotional leader for his teams. And now he's going over to NRG. One of the teams is some of the best, like, historically some of the best structure and ideas with already a core that honestly if you're going to be picking up IGL you wouldn't want anyone else than the duo of of Crashies and Victor and those players who've been playing together for so long I think it's an easy transition honestly for him to to come in to pick up the IGLing reins I'm not saying the team will be good instantly and I'm not saying the IGLing will be perfect but I think if there was someone to pick it up people are making way too big of a stink about him not being able to IGL I don't think there's as big of a jump as as people think for a player like him to be able to to slot into that role yeah I only hope that it doesn't um I mean, it he it will probably have like some sort of degradation on his like performance. You know what I mean? Like the because he Ethan was looking like one of the best players I think at, at most of the events. Every time he played, at least one of the most consistent and intelligent. Whenever you watched him, like the way he handled scenarios, the way he handled either clutches or eh, just in the moment, he always knew what it, it seemed like the percentage play to make. It's like he's playing with war hacks or something when you watch him on on his POV. So um, I hope it doesn't degrade his own performance just by him having to take up the IGLM, but it probably will because it usually does. Um, I, I have, I don't know, I have some worries with this team, um, but it's it's mainly down to just like personalities, which mm. is a weird thing to talk about because I don't I don't really know these guys too well, but I just I I get the feeling this team has incredibly high potential, but also just I think it would be a safe bet to just place something on this team exploding for some reason. 
Do you know what I mean? Just like something going wrong and them not having like an emotional leader type character to, to pick up, to pick themselves up. Because I can't really see, I can't really see any of the players doing that. I mean, Chet isn't, Chet's not a charismatic coach. Um, Ethan is the definition of <laughs> stoic five in the morning, cold showers male. Like the, the dude just, the, the, he just never cracked a smile at any of the international events. He was just always just like absolutely ice cold. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just, I get the same kind of like... I think they're like, going to be a very serious team. Yeah, Why I think do you need very smiles though? No, what, does happiness, saying... what does happiness bring to a team? Listen, if there's one be... thing we've learned from this team and from Finesse was leading it, happiness is the death of victory. Chet embodies that. <laughs> Ethan embodies this. They will not feel joy in their hearts once this season, but they will do well in America's. When, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just get the feeling that the, the, the drive of a team like this comes from at least when they're, when they're going up in the match right the absolute classic of just they just disrespect their opponents they just know in their heads that they're better which every pro player needs right i'm not saying that fucking they should be respecting everybody that they're on the same caliber as them you need you need that confidence but when you always go in with that mentality non-stop and stuff starts to go wrong for you you it, it kind of rattles you a little bit i think and i i don't know i've just seen this the core of this team and especially players, I, I, I just can't see Demon 1 being the one to pick them up. I can see Demon 1 getting fucking fired up, you know, if somebody starts shitting on him in, in whatever, just in, in gunfights or whatever. I, I don't know. I, 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 think I, they'll a... be fueled, I think they'll be fueled by spite, and I think that Marv is actually the glue guy to try to pick these guys up as well. Yeah, I think that's Marv, maybe a bit of an Marv would be the player, right? underrated component of what Marv via his like, personality brings to a team is that he's constantly... I don't know what the right word is, but he's like, he's quite an optimistic guy. He's quite yeah. a confident, optimistic person. He gives off, he's... he gives off himbo energy. Like yeah, big kind time, of. Big time in, himbo in energy. Like, bro, like, <laughs> I, bro is just like, he doesn't really know what's going on, but he's just, he's smiling all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's smiling. He's, the, he's just, he's, he's the person you yeah. need on this roster in he terms of that, like that personality thing. <laughs> He's not a charismatic guy. I'll tell you what, though, I'll tell you what uh, Chet really brings, though. Chet brings a lot of prep and a lot of set yeah, strats and set, like, not just strats as in an entire round, but set setups and ideas and stuff like that. And I think that's going to be really important for anybody, literally anyone, any of these players, if they were going to try to learn how to IGL. Because what it does is it makes it more important that you can take the original idea that Chet's given you and then mid-round off the back of it based on whether or not it worked or whether or not it didn't. Where And I think that's where these players on NRG really already have shown that they excel, is in the ability to mid-round and secondary call under other IGLs. And if Chet can provide them with a lot of good ideas for what to do with the, you know, like Sean Gares was talking about previously, here's your game plan for the first five rounds, here's your game plan for pistol, here's, you know, and then when they call a timeout, Chet provides you with an actual strategy, not just a big picture idea of what to change, and then you kind of tweak stuff off there based on how it's going. That, that's how Chet tends to coach anyway, I think, and I think that that's perfect for somebody like Ethan or Crashies, actually, if he was going to be the person to pick up the IGLing to try and riff off. So... I, I like that combo. I think that I, works really I nicely. I think they, they've also all played in similar situations like that. I, I think the, you know, the decision, Brent, I mean, I'm kind of bringing it back to the IGL thing, but like the decision to make Ethan IGL here, I think makes perfect sense given all the experience that Ethan has had all the way back to CS to 100 Thieves. That, like he's gotten 
such a wide variety of high caliber winning teams that I think you just 100% put it to him in the first place. But yeah, I think it's a proper um, way to, to structure it with what you're saying, Josh, with Chet structuring the entire thing and then being able to actually have set strats to pull from. I think that is what you need to expose a, a first time IGL to the greater overall macro strategy. And I think Chet will do fine. Um, to your point, Brent, about like the personalities, Optic didn't have anybody that you're like trying to ask for right they didn't have a happy-go-lucky guy yeah i'm not than, like, i don't really need whimsy i don't need whimsy i just need someone who's yeah i don't know they the finesse is was happy then. dude let daddy call and finesse yeah, is like I... alpha energy is but definitely was Marv not the same who's... guy who fed off that and will fill that a similar role to that on this scene Maybe. Oh, I don't I know don't whether Mark's going to be don't... shouting, call me daddy in the middle of the I'm not saying he's going to be saying, call me daddy. I'm saying he's going to be cracking jokes and doing oh. shit and bringing up the vibe. Yeah, probably. Oh. I, I also yeah. think these guys have played enough fucking Valorant to know like that that's what you need in a team. So they're all just going to yeah. fucking do that anyways. Like, it's a simple thing. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I can't, I can't, I'm not saying it's set in stone. Like I've, I've. I haven't been fucking in their walls listening to their comms. I don't know what they're gonna be like. Like the, I don't know the. It's just the just the general vibe I get when you when you when you appear outwardly and through the comms pieces that we've listened to. Yeah. So like serious and so like high strung and so like your entire like belief in terms of a lot of like matches is that, like especially with like teams unknown teams like who the fuck is Billy Billy like that entire culture <laughs> just it snaps. Okay. It doesn't you bend say the when entire shit. Uh, culture that was artist's culture that was the whole just, team i mean it wasn't that was just, they, but I'm they also he... used to lose to people before they had artists on the squad yeah, i agree with Brenda when, but I'm when they got the when they got bashed when they got bashed by a team that they didn't respect they definitely found it difficult That's to true. figure out what to do afterwards they they I, I, yeah, I they see they kind of their own heads. When they're, when they're, that's a different Robo, team, man. The optic no. revenge narrative thing was forever. Dude. That shit was like twice. Yes, yes. but they ago. couldn't do it inside a match. They, they, yeah, they couldn't really do it in struggled a match. inside a match. Yeah, okay. In the matches yeah. themselves, you could see it. They were getting knocked down, and it was like they they were like quite like what the fuck's going on? Like this team shit. Like how are we losing? Like how are we losing, guys? How are we lo like you could see that question was being asked over and over but and that's over. That's a again different team. team. There's only two but, of those players. I, that yeah, that's true. It is a different team, but well, I think I it, three it feels like from one of them. I don't know. I feel like I get the same vibes from Demon One, but. Uh, I don't fucking Demon know One is just going to run out there and poo on people. Dude, yeah, he if is. he starts getting somebody with a judge blast packing into his face, or Yosemite trying to drag him off to the nearest national park to put him down, <laughs> he is just going to run at them with his rifle and click them yeah. all in the head. I mean, I, I feel like what we're all forgetting within this of just like being so vibe space is that we have the core of the best team of two years ago and also the core of last year's best team put together into a roster. I, I feel like you have to expect highly. It, it, oh, no, there, the is, good. there is validity to bring up the fact that, hey, maybe the vibes could be an issue, but also that's cap as fuck. They're just going to be dead. <laughs> yeah, Dude, I, I'm, I'm just a up. hater. Isn't Ethan what, like, you really good friends with Chet? And then Chet yes, has been yes. with Marv they're, they're literally and Victor and Crashies. So, yeah, like, the only I'm just a fucking hater. Factor is Demon 1. Well, yes. being yeah. friends doesn't mean the vibes are good in the server all the what? time. Like, what do you mean? I think that yeah, helps. but it does mean that you can normally resolve it fairly easily. Yes. Like, if or you're, if you're if mad you at each other, you can discuss. Someone, yeah, I think they're going to be fine. I, I'm not worried about that. Bren's just brought this up and got a spiral down a I'm pathway. just a fucking hater. Are we worried about the streaming time, though? I mean, I really think <laughs> True. that Marv's been True. Marv was a streamer last year. I think it might be a little too high. <laughs> I think it's sad, actually, that they hired a streamer for that position. <laughs>
Yeah. Why didn't they, they get a proper doing smokes it too. player? Last year they got some for a smokes player too. Like that's oh. their problem. Hello. It's tragic, honestly. It's tragic. <sighs> All right, let's go from one team that Bren is speculating is going to have a fiery explosion halfway through the year. <laughs> no, I said <laughs> they could do well. I said they could do well. <laughs> to a team that's actually having some kind of fiery explosion on Christmas Eve or something. Something absolutely bizarre has been happening within the Leviathan camp. According to reports um, from a couple of different people around the scene, I think it was Lembo, right, that did the... Uh, primary report on this and then did some updating of it after somebody that was like a blood relative to one of the players was trying to correct the report on reddit as well some some bizarre shit is happening inside leviathan but as far as i can make out and please correct me if there's more updated info on this the rumors are that they're having disagreements internally with noswa or they were looking to try to replace noswa with com earlier on in the season and they had a group meeting and are trying to force noswa out and it happened on christmas eve or something have i got that roughly correct yeah i think what? so but uh, but i don't know yeah it's it's all over but also this is really harsh i mean listen it was christmas but i would make this change Oh, yeah. Dude, happy I'm, Christmas. You're I'll be gone. Scrooge. What do you mean? Noz was a former IGL player. He's been performing really well on this team. I think just, it was a fucking. I think it was a travesty that Com wasn't even being looked at. Like, you could just tell from the social media posts. Everybody's posting prison break gifts all over, all over socials. And Com's like, oh, must be nice, guys. Must be nice. Com. The last few international events that he played with EG, I've, I've never seen a player level up as much as him. Because I, I genuinely, I, I had no hope at all before that year. And he leveled up so much in terms of his intelligence in the clutch, his confidence winning fights, his um, his level of, level of dedication as well. I mean, the amount of like just niche knowledge and prep that obviously his team is helping with, but like just just that came from the guy. Um, he was he was fantastic. So I was like, I don't know, I, I would make this. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like he's posting this all the time. Dude, I, I, I was, I would make this change if I was left. King, Maybe, King is already the only Eve. surviving player from Leviathan. King is already the only surviving player from the original Leviathan roster that made it to an international event. Noswa was the person that had been brought in like second most, uh, second longest player. Does, I guess the point being, why would you need to make a change like this? I suppose in theory you could make an argument for it being a bit of an upgrade if you really thought the com was outrageously good last year, which he was at the end of the year. I think he was spectacular for the second half of the year. But but why would you need to make a change like this? Why would this even be something that you wanted to do? Because they want to build a super team. Because they want to build a super team and he's available. Oh, the, the, my mind is so boggled by the amount of different places that I've seen this go that I can't even speculate because I've seen like three different reasons. Number one, <laughs> King and, and Nasra were having arguments the entirety of last year and they wanted to change this forever and now they're just finally doing it to the management wanted Nasra gone for some... I don't even know, man. There's so many different things that I, I can't see a reason why you would want to other than to make it a little bit more international to make maybe techs. Uh, more comfortable and to like make the English speaking transition like a little bit better. I don't know. The only info that I have about any potential disagreement, because I'm not, you know, I'm not an insider for Leviathan or anything, but from what the we we had an interview with Noswa last year at VCT Americas where he was saying that he had been wanting the team to focus much more on trying to anti-strat and trying to move away from such set ideas and. 
that obviously we also heard the interview with owner where he said i don't believe in anti-stratting you just have to play your own game and so that was already in my head like immediate hello there's there's a very different set of opinions here and i didn't really obviously king directed the team alongside owner's direction and went in that direction but that doesn't mean that king actually believed in what owner was saying necessarily he might just be being a good igl listening to his coach so i don't think that necessarily infers that there was problems within uh between nozra and king in terms of how they read the game but i suppose there could be yeah I, just isn't I, I feel like this here. is more just like an opportunistic, hey, guys, no one's signing calm. He was fucking insane last year. We're already kind of blowing up this being a Spanish-speaking team. Fuck it, we ball. If we can get calm, that's awesome. That's, I mean, I feel like sure, any it, team would want that. It, it's just weird that it's accompanied with all this bullshit. Sure, You know what sure. I mean? Like, if, if, yeah. if that was all that was reported, I'd be like, yeah, okay, cool. This is, a, like, good. I think it's an upgrade. But... <laughs> With the rest of it, it's like, oh my goodness, red flags uh, all around, including with what you just said, Josh. Like bringing that back up, it's like this all starts to be a pattern that. But the thing is, also, all of last year's team is now nuked. Goodbye problems. Goodbye drama Monday. It's time for a completely new Leviathan with some really good players. Yeah, guess what? Also, it's a brand new Leviathan that barely has its identity as being a Latin American team anymore. Uh, I mean, if they are going to bring in Com. Uh, you've got King and Mazzino, and that's that's it. And I could see I could see Mazzino getting replaced as well at some point later down the line too. To be honest, I mean King feels like uh, am I right in saying King's just always been the best player to come out of the Latin yes. region? I feel like I feel like he ha- oh I suppose Salah right because he's Argentinian. Yeah, I think. Do you have Kesney above King though? No, not now. But you said always like oh right okay okay yeah I see what you mean yeah <laughs> yeah but um. But he's certainly been like, okay, top top three out of the region. So yeah. he's going to survive a rebuild. But if I was a Levitan fan, I think I'd be pretty pissed. Because I don't think yeah. the value of getting Com over Nozwa is actually that high. I, unless there are big internal things behind the scenes. But if you're looking at it purely from an opportunistic point of view, I don't think you're actually upgrading a huge amount. I don't, And I don't mean that because Com's bad. But I think Nozwa was really good last year. I think he was a very good initiator player i think he provides a lot of flexibility to the team in a similar way to what com would provide and he's also had calling experience in the past and presumably is a fairly uh vocal player i don't i don't yeah, see it being a massive there's something more there's something more that's 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 um getting placed on the scales here you know what i mean because like i do agree i mean if i was going purely off off of upgrades yeah com is com is an upgrade over nozwa i would say but nozwa's still a good player but as I, I think to make a change like this, there has to be something a little bit more. And on Christmas Eve, that shit, days. man, Moneyball. We don't give a crap about Christmas Day. Moneyball. This is a plus two raw at least, bro. At <laughs> least. <laughs> Come on now. Do you you think they got come for cheaper than Nozwa? Uh, no, but they don't care. Okay. Well, when you said Moneyball, I thought you meant like they well, get a bargain I, because I EG are selling well, I mean, them off yeah, at price. Value per dollar, hundred percent. Yeah. Right, okay. But com okay. is more expensive. Right. A okay. value per dollar. Like now we're talking, you know? Like championships average for com is one. For Nosworth, negative two. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, fucking easy. Do the math. True. Yeah, okay. I did it. In my head. <laughs> that's awesome. Went, it's adding up. Does this concern you about so I think a lot of the um 
Spanish-speaking community are concerned that this bodes bad tidings for Leviathan just generally. Because if you're having drama in the offseason, before some of the teams have even really started scrimming properly for 2024, that, that might be a bad sign. Does it bother any of you in that sense? Because this no. Leviathan squad should be fighting for the top sure. of Americas. They should be fighting to try to go to Madrid. I feel like you can raise concerns, but I really don't want to read too deeply into drama. I feel like it's still so early days. We don't really know enough to make that happen. What what does kind of concern me a little bit, and this is kind of moving off of your initial question, is that they are kind of removing the team's identity, like you mentioned earlier. Like, it's one of only two LATAM squads in Americas, and at this point, this is like a full international roster that is going to be, what, at that point, two NA players, one Brazilian player, and you're left with only two people who are actually from Latin America competing on the squad. I feel like that does remove a lot of what this team was. Like, they were, like, the Latin American representative for, for so long. Once they overtook crew, that was, like, their whole thing. They were a team people could get behind. And that's kind of gone now. And I guess with the format of Americas being so international with no import rules, I feel like that is kind of inevitable for teams to end up as mixing pots. But I feel like there is kind of a sadness there for the LATAM fans who have who have been with this team since the beginning to lose out on one of the only two teams they really get to watch at the top level. Can I, I hit you it, with another? Oh, go on, Bala. I think there there's definitely some concern to be had, uh, especially. Oh, you guys want drama? Follow this this train of thought, okay? Loud after Tokyo. What are the reports? Aspas staying in the U.S., staying with his girlfriend. He was practicing in, in Brazil without Aspas, blah, blah, blah. Now, Aspas joins Leviathan. Drama. All of a sudden. Oh, where's it, where's he at right now? Oh, Where's curious. he at right now? Huh? Oh. Curious, yeah. Everywhere Aspas uh, goes, failure follows. We've always said guys, it. guys, hold on. You're forgetting one thing. It's not Drama Wednesday. It's Tuesday today. Oh, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> we can't talk about dramas. We're not allowed. <laughs> oh, I see. It's okay, only on I, Wednesday. I, I, I do Actual, have another serious sorry, take, though, to, to follow up on this, which uh, is that less than... I, there is there is an angle, right, of the fans being annoyed because Leviathan have lost their identity to some degree. But I also think that there's a serious point here, too, in that this almost seems like a move towards the inevitable American, like USization of all of these teams because you're playing bum, in the US. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> sorry, no. sorry, guys. Just I heard the word America for a second there and was just getting a little excited. God bless the stars and stripes. <laughs> but Support the if, you, if the America's region is in the US and is not going to be providing a good uh, atmosphere for. Other people, so when they, when they move to play in VCT Americas, if those players end up underperforming because they're further away from home, and if the regions that are like in LATAM or Brazil can't scrim, the tier two regions can't scrim against anybody, and so they're getting worse as well. Are we not just, is this not just the beginning yeah, I, of all of the identities of it being multinational, just blending away in not in the sense that it's really cool to see these mixed rosters but in the sense that we're actually just going to go more and more towards having fewer and fewer and fewer latin and brazilian players in the league as it, as people go towards um the people that are able to thrive in la yes that concerns me 
Yeah, I think it's a bit of a worry. It's it's part of the problem with the fact that they've they've done this regional league for the Americas, and it's an entire continent that stretches like what fucking five thousand miles wide and, and bottom I mean, down. Two but, continents. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's the entirety of the Americas, right? But um, what's the solution to that? I mean, you run portions of the league in South America, um, so that you force. You force like you force the teams to then go over there, and then it's like you know it evens it out in terms of like players playing away from the home country. If you're like an American player, and also scrum experience it, gets dished out, make to it the other even teams. for everybody. Put them in some absolute shithole area of the USA where like even Los the Angeles. US players don't want to be. No, well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Well, step one completed, Josh. What's next? <laughs> What's next? <laughs> that was the end of my idea. So mm. it really hasn't worked very well, has it? No, right, but to. Let's... to... Oh, well, sorry. We thought we had three splits. We have three regions. Uh, yeah. There we go. Simple. Just split it yeah. up. Uh, the thing is, I, I think the, <laughs> the, the only solution to just avoid the entropy of region slowly dying is just to have three different leagues i i feel like in this cor- current format this is kind of inevitable and it's it's sad because we've seen how good the the latin american and brazilian scenes are brazil especially being able to like win a world title at the beginning uh, it kind of puts all the weight on the tier two scene to be able to develop talent and basically means the only way to get out is to go to la and even then you're at a disadvantage i feel like we will continue to see a shift towards more and more na players because there is just kind of that home field advantage and the scrims are just gonna be better because all the partnership teams are there i, I think mm. it might even be too late to even like revert to that sort of thing as a solution like to to split up the leagues again because yeah. those the regions are already dead sorry like <laughs> they're already dead you have to kind of incentivize it from the top down now um and that's triple that's down economics well, the american way it's worked the best, every time the best, best solution is working on just getting the teams to fly out there for matches mm. in in throughout all of latam and brazil like just have them to just go go there and play like in and and try and sell some tickets actually get them involved because when the teams have to go over there as well i mean they're going to be scrimming in that region it's going to be bringing up the level of talent for the teams as well it's 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 not going to be as bad where right but, now I mean, it's just think complete about that. That's isolationism still what? three months of a year that there are better scrims and the rest of the year People are people are still gone, home basing elsewhere. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like that could no, revive that, it. That that's still better than sure uh, nothing, and also that just makes it even, right? Because yeah. every every region gets three months. There's only what nine months in it, less suppose. than nine months in the VCT season. So um, yeah, the only concern is the amount of traveling that would be involved with teams that are already going to international leagues. Like I said, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Let, let's. Let's move on to the next piece of news, though, because th- this one's pretty interesting, too. Alejandro Gomez is reporting that Trex has reached a verbal agreement with Vitality. So formerly um, with Koi, and we assumed that Trex was going to be with Koi this year as well. Um, Trex has reportedly reached a verbal agreement with Vitality and would be replacing Destrian as well, who has recently made the shift over from playing full-time initiator, where Bren was in love with him, to playing full-time smokes, swapping between... Uh, like primary smokes and uh, I think he did play smokes as well. Um, yeah, I think he played the smokes beforehand. in the double comp, uh, the double smokes yeah. comps previously, right? But, but he was mostly playing initiator for. Them. Yeah, this this was a surprising change for me. I mean, not necessarily. I mean, Trex is a really good player. I think he was like one of the bright spots for what was it, Koi? 
um, prior. So guild. Yeah. Say again. Guild? Are you thinking of? I mean, obviously it was on Koi, but I don't know. If yeah, but massive bright spot. I mean, Guild. He was. I mean, that's a no-brainer. The dude was. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was fantastic. So, uh, yeah, I think this. It's it's a good pickup, but I'm just wondering one how the roles will work out, and two who's calling now for them. Um, and, oh, and what Sender was to... previously calling for them. I don't think it was Destrian. I thought it was Destrian. I believe it was Sender. I think Sender picked it say... up this year. Yeah. I thought he said Destrian was I the corner. What's going on? I I don't think I swear... so. But I, could be wrong. <laughs> I, don't I swear. I swear. Salah said real. Destrian is the IGL. Uh, on you, uh, like on Twitter, I swear to God, yeah, I fucking got a source. Right, I'm, a on, I'm on Salah's Twitter, right? At Mo Salah, yeah. this guy. Um, there's pictures of soccer. Did I dream this again? <laughs> source, it came to me in a dream, <laughs> yeah. actually. Yeah, I, I was watching the recent Team Vitality games, and I did think that Destrian looked like a bit of a weak spot for them. Um, but it's such a small sample size of the matches that were being played, and it's before the season really kicked off that. I, you know, I'm not calling for his head or anything like that, but if that also mirrored what was happening internally within scrims and they've been playing for quite a while now and they realized that they were getting limited by it, then I, I, I could see this being a good move. All right, Barla's found a source before Bren did. I was um, looking. Sender, but... first time IGL. Fantastic. Kids, first time tier one. They showed they'll be among the best. See a VCT. And that okay, was well, I'm not going to, I'm ago. not going down without a fight. Um, Like, yes. I might be wrong, but that I there's a reason. There was he definitely posted about it. I swear to God. Okay, well he literally tweeted that Sender's the IGL, but he also said Sender was first time IGLing December seventeenth. So maybe Destrian was doing some of it before that, though I don't know really what that would be, Bran. Dude, I'm, I'm going to find this. I swear to God. All right. Anyway, I think Trex is outrageously good. I think Trex had. Um, <laughs> got himself into a really bad position playing on Koi, to be honest. Um, I don't have too much faith in that team, and I think that Trex is way too good of a player to be stuck in a bit of a dysfunctional roster like that. And I think that this is going to open up the roles on Vitality massively, because now if Trex wants to play uh, full-time Sentinel, Safe can go and play whatever the fuck he wants. But, I mean, something more active like the Viper role, which also flexes over to Initiator, would be so good for Safe. Yeah, I yep. I think this is a pure upgrade, and everybody should be even more excited about Vitality, more so than even, you know, the little hype we got after Convergence. I, I think this team is is real. Real, Trick's real. good. Yeah. And th this is a Dude. significant upgrade. Like, I I, I believe that Calm over um, Nozzler was a significant upgrade, too, but, like, this one I, I don't think can be argued. Yeah. Dude, I fucking made this shit up. Dude, well, I've good. just found a tweet from him from September saying that Sender's going to be the IGL. Well, uh, I made the, this shit up. There's no helping you. Actual what, do you want to apologize? I mean, I don't know. Like, no, I'm doubling down. The battle? <laughs> I'm doubling down. I'm not apologizing. <laughs> I'm dribbling down. <laughs> How can you dude, dribble dude. down? You found a source from December and September. Because both the, saying Sender's going to be the IGL. Because was the IGL, and I saw There was something else that said it. I swear to God, I'm not. Dude, Man, it's probably a it? fucking... It's probably you said it on Platchat. Someone repeated it on, like, you know, <laughs> Tactical Rab repeated it or something because Bren said it on Platchat. And then you've listened to Tactical Rab and then you're like, oh, yes, yes. That's you yeah, probably. That's, that's <laughs> probably awesome. what happened. Fucking yeah. hell. Just self-referential sourcing. Um, 
I, we do have awards to move on to here, Brent. So we're really just waiting for you to get to grips <laughs> no, with the fact can, that you, you lied can get to the, started. the community. You can get started. I'll find it. No, thinking, I don't want to get think, started with the are awards. Are you thinking about like OG London United back then? Like, no, dude, I swear to God, I unless I dreamt this shit, I swear to God, I saw Salah tweet that Destrian was going to be the IGL for this team. Uh, I, uh, okay, <laughs> I mean, can we I all agree to believe Bren? I believe him that that Salah may have once said this, but it didn't end continue. up happening. You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever <sighs> you want. I'm... Yeah, but we're going to be halfway through announcing some sick award, and then you're going to scream, Destrian wants the IGL, and then you're going to bring up a tweet he's and derail not. us. He's not. It doesn't exist. This tweet yeah. doesn't exist. Okay. Dude, he's, de- he's deleted the tweet. Um, Kurt, do we have the facility to go to a three-minute break before the awards to get everything sorted yes. get dressed up in our best? The computer might explode again, but it will definitely recover. Godspeed. Okay. Well, then we'll allow some time for Bren to source his material, and we'll no, go do a short break. It doesn't exist. He'll find Good. it. He'll find it. Good. It doesn't exist. Five minutes. You guys got five minutes. Let me pull up some freaking Kevin McLeod. Oh, okay. Yeah, Fantastic. Good. When we come back, the awards show will be live. Oh, hell yeah. Let me find my tie. <laughs> I don't actually own one, I don't think. Thanks for members, everybody. Thanks for members. The screen is like years old. Uh, I don't think it's updated in a long time. That's okay. Thank you okay. for being the member. I like seeing sizable yeet. They can, uh, they can hear us? Yeah. They can hear us. Alright, my brain's slowing down. Okay. Luckily we're getting into the fun part. Now we have really quiet music. I'll turn it up a tiny bit. Yeah, the internet's been trolling me all morning. That's why we were late. It was actually completely my fault. Or I guess you could say Fios internet. Yeah, I love the notes on some of these awards. <laughs> uh. I oh, like we I'm didn't talk about Stardew Valley back to the fanatic. There we go. Right. We talked about it. He's back. He's never coming on Platchet again. He's banned. <laughs> big news. It is big news that he's back, though. Yomi Blaster, welcome to member.
Hello? <coughs> hey, What's up? Hi, hi, Brent. How Hello. you doing? We get some water. I have a headache. Me too. Yeah, I got water here. You too? Yeah. Yeah. You guys dazing it up? After this? Yeah. I'm going to bed. I might join you if you join. If I join, instead of going to bed. If... Uh, Elon Musk, welcome to member. <laughs> yeah, if you if you play Daisy, I'll come play Daisy. I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> I would love to hang out with Bala when it's not. I mean, when, when, when are we going to get done with this? Probably like two hours from now? Ah, uh, one hour. Oh, dude, yeah, it's late. Uh, I just put my headset back on, but the... Uh, I'm trying not to wake Alice, because she's got work tomorrow. And um, I don't know if this is even helping. I've rolled up a towel and just put it at the bottom of the door. So she's going to trip on it when she wakes <laughs> No, no. I mean, it's underneath my my door, but I don't oh, even okay. know if it's helping. No, that helps. That helps. Yeah. Should uh buy a white noise machine in her room. Or yeah. outside the door. Oh, that would help. Would definitely help. Yeah, those are the best. I love mine. Yeah. Ah, ten, nine. Music begins fading now. Fade our music. <laughs> All right, cut to cam. Get ready, ready cams, ready desk. All right, go desk. Yeah. Ah, hello there. Thank you. Sorry, I'm just getting a word from my producer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome back to the uh, Planchette Awards. Uh, we've already finished with the Treks to Team Vitality. Get that, take that away. So, welcome to the 2023 Planchette Awards. It's the end of the year, the beginning of the new. So, uh, let's take a look at the stupidest moments from 2023. And some of the best moments as well, actually. <laughs> Um, so our first award, just to let you know how all of this has been done, we've had some nominations, uh, they, they got put up, we came up with a bunch of different categories, and then you, the people, got to vote on what won. So yeah, complete popularity contest, and we'll just see what you ended up voting for. So I have, my, my faithful assistant has handed me a bunch of these envelopes, and our first award is... The best production mishap of the year. <laughs> and the nominees are... The show starts with the stream left open in the background. <laughs> we'll watch the entirety of some of these clips here. Got rid of the desync problem from last week, but Kurt's... I, listen, I can't accuse Kurt of trolling because I'm the whole reason that this episode is like half an hour late. I, I've got an admission for you guys. I'm sorry. I got really drunk last night on Mezcal. Episode uh, is my like wife was mad at me. I, I've I, got an admission for I you guys. Up. I'm sorry. <laughs> why am I, I got really drunk last night on Mezcal? I've got an admission for you guys. I'm sorry. I got really drunk that's really oh, that's funny. Beautiful. I just love how you're explaining. Oh yeah, I can't be I can't be mad at Kurt because I trolled the last one. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kurt vehemently trolling. 
And that, oh God. that I'm sure was horrendous for any of our audio listeners. And we've just done it again to you. So, <laughs> But we added even more reactions on top, so you're welcome. <laughs> the second nomination for Best Production Mishap is, of course, our recent... 10 second audio desync yeah, between I mean, Kurt and yeah, the talent. Like... <laughs> <laughs> you just cut your mic to <laughs> out as well. Dude, was that, was, 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 was that a bit? going on? <laughs> Guys, is it? I think. Wait, it's my wife. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Phones out on the bus right now. There's like a five second delay before they can hear me. What's going on? What's happening right now? There's like a five to ten second delay before you guys can hear me. It's fucking crazy. I don't know what happened. It's so difficult to listen. Kurt has just moved it. It's so difficult to listen. That's a pretty bad mishap, I'd say. Is that real I... Kurt or past? My brain is slowly frying. <laughs> this is real Kurt. So, <laughs> speaking of, most of these production mishaps have happened after I moved. Verizon Files. Yeah. We had another production mishap, but we didn't go live today because the internet is just doing whatever the same it thing feels was happening. like. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, shout out to Verizon Files. I'm going to have to get that fixed at some point. And in but... a very rare final nomination here, though, <laughs> We've got a production mishap that wasn't done by our legendary producer, Kurt. Mm. We have the episode where Sideshow produces an episode with his mic muted. <laughs> so let's have a look at the beginning of this one. <laughs> what is Mario doing? <laughs> We're live! We're live! I see us! Let's go! Josh, yes, I love working. that every time you, you're Genuine talking, excitement. you just look <laughs> like you're the analysis emo. stream, yeah. <laughs> Me checking the It chat. takes us so long. How long? How long? Josh, you're muted. You're, you're <laughs> muted. Is he actually? You're muted. <laughs> <laughs> What's the time, Kurt? Uh, what was it, like 40 oh, seconds? Yeah, 40, 40 seconds. seconds. No, no, man. Oh, no. The crazy part is <laughs> I, if I close the video after I see we're live, we're never catching. We're just doing the entire episode. I'm pretty sure we're just doing the entire episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would have just lasted forever with people screaming that in the been chat. Nice to get the greatest it. episode of all time. Yeah. Well, oh, I, my I, God. I trimmed the front of it to upload it to Spotify because I thought that just doesn't make any sense uploading to Spotify with 40 <laughs> seconds of silence in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, it's just me going, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People would be so That's confused. Awesome. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you. Okay. <clears throat> so I have it here. The winner of best I don't know whether... You, can you even read that? Best <laughs> production mishap. And the winner is... It goes number one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. It's Sideshow's oh. mic being muted. This is Sideshow's third nomination and first win of a plot chat award for muted microphone. <laughs> 53% of the vote for Sideshow 
might be muted. That, <sighs> to be honest, though, the, the rest of that episode went fairly well. It's just unfortunate that... Guys, cheers. It, Congratulations. Yeah, cheers. cheers to that. Congratulations. Cheers to that. I'll drink to that. <laughs> He's okay. got a fucking it's got a mezcal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so an excellent start there. Um, they do get slightly more serious as they go along. But this next one isn't. So our next category was the Never On Time Award. <laughs> I wonder who's going to win. <laughs> this, this, this award going out to the person who the audience believes is never on time. Now, the, the, the nominees were Bala, Mimi, Sideshow, Wyatt, and Bren. The classic cast. Now, I just want to ask us, before we get to what the public vote is, who do you think should have genuinely won the award? Definitely Wyatt. But, yeah. but Josh say, has the most egregious late ones. I will say, if you add Wyatt up, is always if late. you add up all the time, like the total time, it's definitely yeah. sideshow. Because we've literally like waited for you to get back. He's had egregious. Like, like, but like, like, Wyatt is always five, ten minutes late. Josh will be two hours late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, you had to call me while I was at my grandma's house two weeks ago. <laughs> And also, I was sat down having a meal with Beth one time, and my phone went. And you guys were like, "Where are I you?" Had a weather like, spoons, bro. No, I was at Nando's. <laughs> <laughs> we were having we were having vegetarian food at Nando's. <laughs> okay. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> and the winner is. With 81% of the votes, <laughs> it's Sideshow! This is Sideshow's side second nomination and second win for a Plot Shot Award. Cheers to that. Fucking amazing. Cheers, my friends. Congratulations, Josh. Thank you, thank you. you know, it's really going to be the first thing he hangs on his wall. Yeah, I really wanted to win the, the least professional Plot Chatter of the year, which this basically is. <laughs> Um, our next category, though, getting into the serious ones, the one that people care about the most, the Best Match of the Year Award. Oh. Our nominations are, so we can't play full highlights, we can't play the full match, obviously, for these, but our nominations are... <laughs> Just play, are, like, the B-movie at 100 times speed, and we can process <laughs> it all in three seconds. Every time you smile at the match, it gets 10% faster. Um... <laughs> It's Loud versus NRG at Lock-In. That's our first um, first nomination. Uh, does anyone have any fond memories of this game? I remember it being a banger. Like, oh, the Kowenzine 3K on Fracture at the end. It was insane. Yeah, I was yeah, watching this match ridiculous. with Emery in the living room, and she was going crazy for fucking Loud. It was so exciting. <laughs> Kowenzine did that glitch. She's like, yeah! <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> Dude, Crashies was having like a life game this series, I remember. He just kept clutching to get them into overtime. It was ludicrous. Yeah. Our second nomination, Fnatic versus Loud Ooh. at Lock-In. I mean, that's that's a banger. Yeah. Surely that's just got to win. to beat this one. It's hard it to beat it. It is tough to beat. Our Never third nomination. tested like this. Paper X versus Evil Geniuses at Masters Tokyo with CGRS playing for Paper X. A 3-2 victory there. They got Evil Geniuses through to the Grand Finals. 
This was a good pretty banger. banging game. This was a great match. It was so good. Yeah. This was actually just clutch after clutch after clutch after crazy round after crazy round at some point. It was nasty. To go to the other side of things, from a lower bracket final and two big semifinals and finals, our next nomination, Edward Gaming versus Na'Vi at Masters <laughs> Tokyo. The first win that a Chinese team got at VCT that then catapulted EDG on a run, where I think they made like fifth, sixth at this event, yep. something like that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and was a bit more of like the, I guess the downfall of Na'Vi, except that they played all right at champs as well. But yeah, banging game, though, banging game. Was, yeah. Again, clutch after clutch, so good. Like, was this the one that the Kang, Kang Op uh, yes. highlight is from? Yes. Yeah. I mean, pop-off of... We don't have this award, but pop-off of the year, definitely. Oh, <laughs> actually, though, versus King at lock-in? The, like, stand-up mm. thing? I don't know. But I wasn't caught on camera, though, was it? It, yeah, was. it was. It was that at was the very end of the game. Oh, it was, the, it was Demon 1 standing on a desk. Dude, wasn't Demon 1 on the desk is also that was, sick, that's too, the, that, 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 was, that was, yeah. Sure. yeah. I mean, there's, so like, good. that iconic photograph that's just, like, it's so yeah. good. Okay. And our final nomination for Best Match of the Year... Shopify Rebellion versus Team Liquid Brazil at the Game Changers Champions. This this match was pretty insane to watch, especially like fluorescent just every game doing disgusting stuff the entire time and then TL still staying in it. They had like so many clutches throughout this one and it was really exciting to watch with the Brazilian crowd, similar to the, the loud games that we have on here. Uh, also came down to a super close BO5, but more of the matches were one-sided than some of the other BO5s on here, mm. which is a, is a little less exciting, but there were still some great, great maps within this one. We have been blessed with some nasty good BO5s this year. I feel like this I mean, has we, been the best yeah. year for BO5s. Like last yeah. year, there was so many just 3-0, I sleep forever kind of games. And this like, year's been pretty even good. The, even the regional BO5s were crazy too. Not that yeah. any of them have made yeah. the nominations, but like the DRX Paper X one and some of oh, the... Yeah. I mean, yeah, some of them... I mean, even Liquid, I suppose, being able to beat Fnatic is there was, pretty crazy. There was even, like, a bunch of really good BO3s, too, like Team Liquid versus Carmen Core. Like, that's not on the nominations, either. <laughs> that one didn't make it. <laughs> I should have made the nomination. Uh, I mean, Kiko versus fear... Koi was up there. I, I fear it would have won. won. I it would have won. won. It would have won. It would have 100% would have won. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, thank you. <clears throat> the winner of Best Match of the Year with 64% of the popular vote, is Fnatic versus Loud at lock-in. I'll drink to that. 64%? That's kind of that's kind of low, yeah, but cheers. Best game of I all time. Low? That's a pretty yeah. heavy majority. Best match no? of all time. Out of, was of, out of the year, though, and out of game. five matches. It was like, an extraordinary game. I think it definitely stands out as one of the best matches in Valorant history. What was the well? worst match of our nominations in terms of the view like which one do they not like the most <laughs> oh i i don't have those statistics i'm afraid we can, we can oh, go good. over that at the end if we want but cool yeah I, I personally that was the best match of all time in valorant there's yep. nothing that will ever no contest unless there's a grand final like that our next category the best clutch of the year we have as our first nomination it goes kind of crazy. We've been talking about him a little earlier. It is Kang Kang's 1v3 versus Giants. Uh, do you want audio, please? 
side of EDG. Yeah, I think we want audio. Yeah. He's still going for it. He believes in himself, and I can see why. Already managing to clear out Cloud. Smoggy up top is going to put it into 1v2. And this is the man you'd want in that scenario, but both players up above. A flash ready. Oh, oh, it. Oh. I mean, oh, that is You demonic. never win from that position. You've never oh. won before. That is That's demonic. Not, not just unwinnable, but also unlosable from the other yeah. side. Like, that's I mean, they literally yeah. double swung from the most advantageous position on that map and lost to Kung Kung. Ridiculous. <laughs> the map is yeah. too. We were doing coaching with that, me and Brent. I was just talking about Pokemon because I thought yeah. that there was no chance he was going to win There was that. no chance he was and winning Brent's that. like, shut up, shut up, he's about to clutch. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, a that ridiculous clutch. A disgusting clutch. Okay, the next one, though is a monster as well. It's not in a tier one tournament, but it's Scary's 1v4 against Scars. And my God, it goes hard. So impossible, so improbable. If he gets these two around this like corner, though. Might still want to try to go for it. The push out, time on a crystal. Plays it patiently, he swings back in. But 12 seconds, and they can just scatter to the wind. The fault line will connect. He's got the spike, he's gonna TP across the map. Can he get it in time? It's gonna be so damn close, but I believe he has it! It's scary! He might just be able to bring this back for the break! I believe he wanted the TP up into heaven, couldn't make it happen, sends down the smoke. And my god, what a position to be in. Unthinkable! Certainly not, Achilles. <laughs> Certainly not! Ooh, counter TP here from Tornico. Oh, but cancels it. He's gonna check one, gets the headshot! Oh! He gets the and the stakes oh. of that round two to like close out the series to win them, like oh that's that there. is monstrous i mean the fact that it just has everything you got your teleport you got your like last second plant you got the ace as well on top of the 1v4 him doing it in front of his home crowd all right let's whew, let's move on to the next nomination the next one is a clip from Overwatch League where Carpe wins. <laughs> no, it's not. Really. It's, it's, not it's not really. But it is a Carpe 1v5 versus Foot. Carpe and Munchkin in such an uphill battle. But they take the first step. The second. No way. Carpe out of his mind with 20 seconds though. Look how close. Oh, Carpe. He's refusing to lose, holding on so desperately. They found out a captain. He's taken one. Carpe is doing everything. One more to find. He needs an ace or it's nothing. Plant goes in. But Morge moves closer. Carpe! Can you believe it? What a time to come alive. It's impressive. a nasty clutch. It is a nasty clutch. Hate you clutch. hate it? Yeah, I just finished casting the fucking Navi game. It was like a long ass best of three. I wanted to go play poker, and this just kept extending the game, man. That was so. It was, it was like, Dude, this guy's on. so fucking selfish. All he cares about is gambling. <laughs> Fucked up. Good clutch. Good clutch. Technically, no, no, no contact. A 2v5. Technically, yeah. you did trade a kill during the middle of that. But... It's a 2v5. His teammate definitely did something there. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the next one then. I've been slapped. Uh, it is our next nomination. Comms 1v1, Knife versus DRX. <laughs> Another. 
Takes out Mako, nearly gets stacks. He's down to five. His buzz looks to answer back. Paint Shell's going a little bit too deep. Find 25 damage or so. They interrupts the plan for the time being. 2v2 right now, Josh. Chasing forward. True. They know that it's just a 1-1 split in this Rolling Thunder. Could be monstrous. Pushes them all back. Buzz, no way! He <laughs> <laughs> just draws out the knife, but he shuts it. <laughs> the man advantage is going to be there. That could be oh, that one is so silly. That's so that funny. That is That's so one. funny. This is the player that you want to replace Nosra on Leviathan, by the way. Yeah, I mean, that just takes <laughs> unbelievable levels of talent. You just can't get out of other, other players, man. You just can't. You just can't. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely the funniest clutch that we've got as one of the nominations. Um, going into the next one, a player that absolutely obliterated in 2023. Alfier winning a 1v3 versus Loud. Taking him out for 10 seconds. Ticking down. The spike will be planted. An extension once more, updraft, Asmas hunting for information, hunting for a glimpse, a glimmer. Anything to make this doable. A tap on the spike, Asmas! Jet Force, it's all down to Alpha yet. Noise everywhere, the double swing! Spray down! Also, 1v2, Josh. I mean, you're just fucking horrible. Yeah, it was a 1v2. Two <laughs> names. You guys can make fun of me. Don't make fun of Josh. Fun of I, I'm, I'm reading them out, okay? I'm being, put, I'm being put in a bad position over here. Anyway. Yeah, that is, that is outrageous. And more... I, I don't think the quality of the play there is the thing that's as ridiculous. It's that knowing the context of the fact that they've also won the net, the previous, what, seven rounds in a row or something. To get to yeah, that point. Yeah, stakes Wild. involved. Context. Um, yeah. So, our final nomination for the best clutch of the year in 2023 is Com versus Paperex. Nice. Good adjustment. <laughs> See, I didn't say, <laughs> I didn't say the numbers. This one is much longer because he like, rotates around the map. Com went to the school of always flanking. Yeah, I mean, this is never insane. Flanking. This is an insane flank. He's still got some time. You can By the way, point to two, this you, point, yeah. he's 24 and 9 on Sova. <laughs> Yeah, he was, he, was, he was hit like three clutches already at this point, I think. Yeah. If he goes up into heaven, this is going to open him up for an opportunity. He's still got that recon dart, too. They're not looking for this. They are oh not my. expecting this. It's oh, ridiculous. Can he do it once again? Something. It's going to be the freebie, but he's going to play this out patiently. He wants to spot them both. Can he make the transition? Yes, he can! Come! Never backs down! Never! If no I'm Paper X there, what? Never, <laughs> never give up. That's, that's right. Let's go. <laughs> I'd lose my mind if I was Paper X in that situation. Like, what? <laughs> Did they give Silver a teleport? How the hell's he got? I love the fact that he never waits to beat. His just his brain always says, "Oh, so I'm, I'm going to flank. I'm always going to flank." <laughs> he just there's not a single moment of hesitation. Instantly, just full sprints knife out through mid. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> <clears throat> this one's hard. The best clutch of the year, as voted by the Plat Chat audience, with 32% of the vote, Scary's 1v4 versus Scars. I don't think it was the most impactful clutch if you compare it to something like the Alphier one where the moment makes the clutch. This one was just raw. The clutch makes the clutch. It was just so well played. The shots he's hitting, the last second one, it has everything you could want. It really is crazy. The teleport into the last second plant into the push and Achilles 
like the casting setting it up the whole time as yeah. well. It just doesn't look like it should even be possible. In this situation, if you pause it right here, you're like, you can't even think it's of a way possible. that it would work. Ten seconds. Yeah, yeah it's just not possible. Yeah. Especially because he's stunned at any escape. Yeah. Like, he could have easily gotten killed there. <laughs> like, Yeah, definitely. And, and it's 4.2 seconds. Half a second? Yeah. yeah. Point 0.2. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. You know what? Uh, if he hit that winner. TP, he would have lost. That's true. <laughs> yeah, possibly, yeah. <laughs> um, now, going from one of the greatest things you've ever seen <laughs> to our next award... <laughs> The worst PR move of the year. A lot of competition <laughs> here. A lot of yes. nominees. Heavy there were plenty of nominated uh, moments. Plenty of competition. You're right. So your nominations were... Evil Geniuses drop their Game Changers roster immediately following Game Changers Championships. Mm. What about the next one? Next nomination. Evil Geniuses force their <laughs> World Champion VCT roster... To take pay cuts. That was a bad one. Mm, that's a bad one. Really, this one's about somebody else. Yeah. Uh, your third nomination. Evil geniuses <laughs> drop out of LCS. <laughs> it's not even Valorant related, man. It's, just, it's, just, it's, not, even, it's not even related. It's just no need. I mean, there's no need, is there? Again, I'm just reading them out. I just... Right, um, sorry. Veneer of professionalism. <clears throat> <clears throat> Thank you. Ooh. The worst <laughs> PR move of the year, as voted by the community, with 87% of the popular vote. It's EG forcing their team to take pay cuts after winning VCT champion. This is Evil Genius's third nomination and first win for worst PR move of the year. I'll drink to that. <laughs> I mean, this, honestly, the way that we've even phrased it, doesn't, it makes it sound better than it was. True. Mm. Yeah. Because it wasn't does. just that they took pay cuts, they actually snarled up the entirety of the offseason this year. Yeah. Did you Contract see that jail. when NRG were like tweet like the NRG staff were talking about like um the, the pickups that they got um with Demon One and Ethan? One of them was I think it was the the co the owner, CEO of NRG being like, you know, special thank you to, you know, our manager for having a really good game plan and just um, you know, having to convince us and get us on board of it. And I just fucking know he was talking about the game of chicken that we were talking <laughs> about where we were telling them just hold out. Just yeah. hold out. Just hold out. They're going to fold. They're going to fold. They got nothing. They got nothing. Yeah. They're bluffing. Like, it, it, unbelievable scenes from EG this year. You know, they really did make their mark on esports. Above and beyond. Yeah. 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 Well, from us clowning on esports organizations... <laughs> To everyone in the world clowning on us. The next category is <laughs> worst take of the year. <laughs> and your nominees. Ah. Uh, I'll wait for it, Kurt. <laughs> uh, you'll never guess the first one, guys. <laughs> your oh. fucking hell. Oh. Your nominees are. <laughs> Sideshow with Go on a run? 
accomplishing anything by winning. Yeah, what? You get your pity win over MIBR and then you go What if they go anyway? on a run? <laughs> we go on a run? <laughs> that was going to be... <laughs> the no, zero no. and nine team is going to go on a run. They've had a month no, and a half. I, mean, no, I, I think it's possible, Josh. Look at this. It's possible. I'm afraid it's, it's over possible. for crew. God, I'm so fucking smart. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, Kurt is so fucking smart. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was, aged well. Yeah, That was a good take. They did go on a run. The next nomination <laughs> is Team Liquid is gonna go deep at lock-in. Who said this? Interesting. Let's find out. Let's, uh, let's just do like, let's just do one more, maybe two more. Fuck okay. Well, you want a Team Liquid. Team Liquid, are they being slept on? I think Team Liquid are going to go deep as fuck in this tournament. I, listen, they're calling me crazy. Everyone's calling me the, the, the crazy guy screaming at the clouds because I have them beating Na'Vi, and I very well may be the crazy guy screaming at the clouds that I have them beating Na'Vi, but I do have Liquid going deep in this tournament. I think they're being slept on. Do you guys think they're being slept on? I rate uh, this team. I, 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 I rate this team, too. <laughs> I think they're being slept on. But then again, they're gonna lose to Navi, so like Okay. So <laughs> also wrong. Also just... wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean just to remind people what happened at lock-in, it was probably the worst performance that we'd seen of any top I mean, Liquid definitely get the award for worst and best team at the same time of the year, yeah. right? I don't know how to phrase that, but largest range like, that yeah. would be an Most award if you were an actor. Most improved. But, well, no, they still were. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. That's Yes, not I mean, that's true, but they deliberately tanked the Is first really tournament in order to get there. It's most disimproved, probably. Sure. Right? <laughs> I mean, this, this first game was, like, something special. If you ever want oh, to. Oh, God. If you ever want to hate yourself, go back and watch this game on Did Icebox. The Icebox? No. It was a poor. No. I feel like if we no. did best match of the year, it would have been between this and Carmen Core. Any of their games. And it's just a beautiful oh. competition. Yeah. The team that won EMEA, by the way, and did atrociously. I mean, this was before they had really got their shit sorted, though. This was just an aberration. All over the place. Anyway, moving on. The next nomination is plenty of people picking 100 Thieves to beat Fnatic. At lock in. Hundred thieves. Hundred thieves. Hundred thieves. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's it. pretty much it. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. <laughs> we didn't even like, think about it. It's just like, yeah, hundred thieves. I watched the worst. Think back. Just That's the worst. Thieves, yeah, of course. That's oh. awful. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> oh, Wait, this like, like tons of reasons. I was like, yeah, Fnatic is gonna choke. Like this is this is the choke test, and they're gonna choke. <laughs> They had previously been a team that choked a lot, despite looking like they were incredible previously. Uh, we knew that Fnatic were a super team. We just thought that they would run into the same choking problems. And we massively overrated 100 Thieves. Massively. Yep. Yeah. Um, the next nomination. Uh, Forsaken. Okay, I don't like the way that you've written this, okay? But <laughs> I don't think this was really the take. But I'll, I'll, I'll read it as written. Sideshow. Forsaken has a limited agent pool. <laughs> Because just running double duelist every game is 
it's like i said it's squandering a great opportunity for this team to genuinely be in that s tier i think they've got the they've got the like raw potential maybe one roster move even but more important than that the way that they think about the game and the way that they craft their comps and their game plans needs to adjust they can't just have this you know two tipped spear going in and nothing else going on with their game and always play high tempo and always be trying to run duelists and it's just doesn't make sense yeah, I think it's been lacking. I may have clipped the wrong part the, the, of this. The weaknesses episode. of their playstyle. I think I got to the point. I, you you yeah. said earlier. Something about I said, lines of Forsaken only playing Yoru. Yeah, Forsaken was only playing like Yoru and no, I think it was Yoru and Jet, and he yeah. needed to step up and showcase that. He, like, if his teammates think he's the most flexible player in the world, he needs to go and show it or prove it or something. Which and I he did. Based take did actually. Yeah, actually, take. good take. I um, loved I loved posting that TikTok and people just being like, I can't believe this guy is such an idiot. Like, I'm like, <laughs> what are you just talking about? That's not like at all what he asked yeah. and he delivered. Cool. Yeah, I said, yeah. I mean, if you're going to tell me that Forsaken can play every agent, I want him to do it in a match. And then he did. And he was much better than when he was playing Jet all the time. <laughs> um, our final nomination, America's week three. We all think Furia is the best team in Americas. <laughs> and I don't know whether we even have... There is no clip uh, attached to it because it's basically like an entirely long discussion about, yeah, yeah. they're just the best. Like, we we said best. it extensively on this show. We did two entire segments on Americas about how Furia was going to be the best team ever and spent like an entire week just espouting the virtues of this team. <laughs> week four, they choke like all shit and are bad for the rest of the year pretty much. <laughs> It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, they, they got rolled by Loud one. immediately after, I believe. Yeah, and then they just went dude, on a death spiral. Dude, Khalil was looking like the best player in the game for like those first for two one Is that all the takes? Those, those are the, those are the, the worst ones takes, got. yes. Why, do you remember some worse ones? Uh, no. Yeah, yeah, sure. Go on, no, Brent. Brent, go no, ahead. No. Come on, at least one. Go on. There was, there was something about um, like a player begins like a player begins with A. Um, like oh, I, I oh. Alpha, yeah. Bren thinking that Alpha, yeah, was not good. Top not a top Ooh, ten yeah. player. Not a top yeah. twenty player. Not a top twenty player. Yeah, barely wasn't a good He was only a raw. But it's power. not in the list. It's not in the list, so it that we it didn't happen. Honestly, oh. that out of these, that is the worst fucking. That take. is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I would personally still vote for picking 100 Thieves to beat Fnatic at lock-in. Yeah, I think go I on a run I mean, is also pretty bad. We massively underestimated no, how much the Chamber fine. raised Okay, stuff. it was fine at the time, but it's just, it's the funniest, yeah, but I think. It's definitely the funniest. It is the funniest. Which I think well, is why it's probably going to win. Well, let's see. The uh, Obviously, no. Our viewers understand the difference between a bad take and one that just ends up mm. turning out wrong. Mm. <laughs> Surely. Surely. The worst take of the year with 58% of the vote. Go on a run! <laughs> <laughs> this is Sideshow's fourth nomination it's and the his Wilkinson fourth win. Sweep. <laughs> the Wilkinson sweep! Holy oh shit. My God. You get your pity win over MIBR and then you go what on a run. go on a run? <laughs> go on a run! <laughs> I mean, it is yeah. so funny. It's so <laughs> funny. Yeah. Now, 
I, d I mean, my follow-up take from that was that they should throw LCQ so that their <laughs> management doesn't feel obliged to keep too many of the team around. And they've still got three of that team, although three pretty decent players, but they've been losing every game since LCQ. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll revisit that one. Hmm. That might be the only games that they too. win in a year. That's like the actual take, too, and let's see. Um... Okay, so our next one, we get back to more serious topics with our next category. It is the team of the year, which is something that we were discussing ourselves as well, because as in previous years, the team that won champions was arguably not the most dominant team of the year. So let's have a look at the nominations. Our first nomination is Fnatic. Team that won the first time back-to-back -back makes a lot of sense. Our second nomination, Evil Geniuses. I mean, the, the org PR did a lot of trolling, right? but the team yep. itself, the players, insane year from one of the worst teams in America's to finalists at Tokyo to winning champions. They were insane. They had like the biggest yeah. turnaround that anyone's ever had in Valorant. Yeah. Um, uh, your third nomination, Paper Rex. Great year. <laughs> your fourth <laughs> nomination, Loud. <laughs> Nothing. Well, okay, good, I don't even good, have images prepped for this. Okay. And and your final nomination was like you could submit your own team. Boo. But... <laughs> yeah. That was a bad decision on my part. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I can reveal that the Platcha Premier team got two votes via via <laughs> people writing us into yes, the ballot. Let's fucking go! Yes. Oh, out of how many votes, sorry? Like... Oh, I don't know. Uh, it 5, was like 5,500. Oh. 5,000 votes, I'll take that. Hey, that's, uh, that's a big percentage, that. well, one of baby. them was me, but it's all good. <laughs> the... how, many, how many votes does Sentinels get? Uh, we can go over them later. Okay. It would yeah. be funny if Plaid Premier got more votes than I think Sentinels, Sentinels got a lot of variations of, oh my god, I love Sen. Like right, that. okay. <laughs> um, with 63% of the popular vote, Fnatic wins Team of the Year for 2023. Amazing. Congratulations, Fnatic. I mean, first team back-to-back, -back, finalists at champions. They were... But they were the team that defined the year. I, I, E.g. you can make an argument for, but I feel like Fnatic had the most consistency of anyone throughout this one. Okay, let us take a look then. No one at... else has anything to say about the team well, of the yeah, year. Yeah. Well, insert, no, insert they... team of the year as his congratulations. They're good. They were really good. Blah, 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 blah. Mimi, Mimi just gave me psychic damage by saying finalists at champions. They weren't finalists Wait, at champions. Wait, I'm sorry. Semi-finalists at champions, which <laughs> yeah, it was is like definitely lower... a thing because it's upper... I've got it feels like someone's drilled a nail into the back of my head so I'm just let's keep it moving let's keep it moving well deserved team of the year excellent team fantastic uh the next <laughs> the next he, one. he just did it. He just did the fucking thing. It's useless commentary. Yeah, that's basically, why I'm not utterly useless. <laughs> player of the year. Player of the year. the The next category is player of the year. Your first nomination Say it is next time. player of the year. <laughs> 
And the nominees are the nomination. <laughs> the nomination is Alpha Yeah. First nomination. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> Put it on full screen, Bren. Why does what he deserve to be nominated, Bren? Why are you looking at me? Well, you know, he's a fantastic player. Individually, <laughs> just a, a great aiming. His setup's amazing on Cypher. Mm. Never he's a good Sentinel player, you're saying. Great, he's a great he's a kid can frag. I'll tell you that for free. Second nomination. We have Leo. Your third nominee, Demon One. Your fourth nomination is... Aspas. And your fifth nomination is something. You could also submit something else. Ballot <laughs> you to write your own name into the ballot again. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Probably not the greatest idea in the world. Are you going to ballot yet? We'll go over We'll it. look at the end. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll go, go over, over it. it. Patience, okay. Brennan. <laughs> thank you. Josh, handing you this. for the next ones where I don't I, have any I hired. Assets, just read them yeah. up quickly. Because <laughs> there's okay. a lot for the next one. <laughs> I, I, I hired our stats producer, Space, to just stand off screen and hand me envelopes for this. <laughs> I flew, I flew them out to the, the UK. UK. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> so the winner of Player of the Year 2023 with 42% of the votes is Demon One. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, Fucking demon robbed. robbed. Robbed? Alpha, you're robbed. Baller robbed. Mm. I, I I, feel like Demon One had a great story this year as well, though. Obviously, he For didn't him. play at the start of the year very much, so winning player of the year when you didn't play that much at the beginning is a little difficult, but he did go crazy. He went man. to the finals of an international tournament was the, one of the main reasons EG turned it around to even go on their run. Won champions in his rookie year. No shit, he's Best the player, player of the year. champions as well, yes. I think, right? No shit. So. This is like the, no the easiest, most... Yeah. No, it's Who not. Else? Alpha Who else? Alpha Alpha Oh, no. Are you serious right now? Yes, I'm Easy. serious right now. Alpha Yard didn't win champions. He's been playing forever. Demon One had we the whole story of showing up and talking about. Don't care, not champions. If you count Red Don't Bull. care. I don't know who else won. Then who won? Why, why did why did why did EG not win Best of the Team of the Year? Mimi, oh fucking the blue. Because people hate the Orange Evil Geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> for, for, I mean, sure, I get it. But Demon One, as a player, you cannot deny he had the most. He was the best player at Champions in his rookie fucking year. How is that not making Player of the Year? How does that's that's irrelevant whether it's his rookie year or not to be the best player of the year? It's an award show, <laughs> and I'm saying you, that it's clear. I'll tell you who actually got robbed. Leo was an, an MVP candidate at every single tournament he played, which you couldn't say about the other two. Yeah, he plays Silver Don't Care. champs. Yes, MVP candidate at Champions. Okay. I mean, I think it was Demon uh, One ended up winning, but Leo was outrageous. I, I anyway. think it was Ethan. Shut your fucking <laughs> Shut up. Mouth. Next award. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Our next award is the best guest of the year. And this Yay! this is basically just or you, you were allowed to vote between all of the different guests, so rattling them off, a uh, special thanks throughout the year to Chobra, Thinking Man's Valorant, Achilleos, MCE, Ryan Central, Sliggy, Ender, Sean Gares, Paperthin, Leo Ferrier, oh, you always mess up his surname, man, Mel, Vansilli, <laughs> Esports, Doug, and Mini. Someone give me a pronunciation guide. Is Leo it Ferrier? Ferrier. Ferrier. Oh. So you two, you two both just said Good. two different things. You both just said different things. <laughs> Leo on. F. Leo. <laughs> <laughs> way, was he your favorite? Was he your favorite, John? 
Well, I don't know. I need to be a space. Hand me the envelope. No, <laughs> Thank no, no, no. Your favorite. Who is your favorite? Oh, my favorite. Yeah. Uh, my favorite was <laughs> the same people all the people voted for. Thirty-one <laughs> percent of the popular vote. The plot chat audience's best guest of the year was MCE. There's a correlation here between the guest that trolled the most and the guest that got the most <laughs> votes, I think. I mean, he trolled more than any, the amount of decent information he came on to spread throughout this episode, throughout the episodes he was on. Excellent. Very good guest. I do feel like, though, Sliggy should have won. The amount of episodes we put that guy through, he was oh, yeah. the super sub this year. Sliggy was our glue horse, wasn't he? I th- <laughs> glue horse? <laughs> Excuse me? What? what he was that? our... He was our workhorse. He was our workhorse. That man. Glue horse is a crazy saying. We didn't turn him into glue. We We had him on a podcast. We worked him down to the bone. We really did, didn't we? This year, I mean, the amount of coaching he was doing, he was on like 50% of the episodes. Yeah. Absolute workhorse. Going to get turned into glue. I think Sliggy was only on one more than TMV, I believe, as well. So we, we also worked TMV. But TMV doesn't work that hard, does he? He's a YouTuber. Oh, yeah. no, he's not a <laughs> <laughs> he does have a real job like Twitch streamer, unlike Sliggy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, moving on <laughs> to possibly my favorite. There's nothing award to say about MC, though. Oh, yeah, he I forgot about MC. Well, yeah, we said he trolled relentlessly. <laughs> yeah. And he was, was a great, great guest, really good fun. insight, good guess. great trolling, really very funny. charismatic. Yeah, fantastic. Okay. We, I, I'd love to get more coaches and players on if they're as down to clown. <laughs> oh, Finesse. <laughs> Finesse, come on, bro. Come on. Let's go. Um, moving on to the next category. Our next category is the best rant of the year. And your nominations are, we'll get back to watching some of these videos. Your nominations are Bren's DRX rant. want to see a revenge arc of just like <laughs> zest and rb playing in a team together and i just want to say i just listen dfm some, one team dfm you have the opportunity to do the funniest thing just cut everybody yeah. pick up the revenge squad and just start winning <laughs> shit because this team needs to be they need to be humbled they need to be humbled bad by like some internal rivalry yeah. but seriously because and it's, a not great just, it's not just a humbling though, Dude, I just, they, I don't know how much more mounting evidence we need to prop up. Is this, is, 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 is society really this corrupt? Is there really no, fucking, <laughs> is there really no hope? Like, how much, how much so more far. evidence this is do the we takeaway. need here? Like, is, is there really no justice in the world when this team is, <laughs> when these changes are happening, man? I'm actually, I'm fucking livid every time I watch this, man. And it, it made, it was made even worse when I was trying to watch this Africa tournament. And it was taking like 30 minutes for them to get started with the next map. And then I, I was literally... <laughs> I was like, oh, finally, a tournament in Korea. I can watch it I can, I'm, while I'm in Korea. I just don't stop yapping, do I? But no, you, the Yapatron 3000. By the way, that's <laughs> also not the first time that we've seen the Bren DRX rant. The Bren DRX rant has, has been one of my favorite recurring guests of the year, actually. <laughs> I'm still going, dude. Still I'm still yapping. going. We're on a trailless trail hike right now. We're going to the top of the 14 There's no trail right now. We're climbing over rocks. We didn't bring our the proper equipment for this. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna stop talking. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Our next nomination for best rant of the year is Sideshow versus Mimi: The Time of the Day Debate, which I can't remember. Oh, if you said I go to bed, so right. 
Yeah, I mean, if you said I eat my dinner in the evening and it was like 11.59 p.m., like when <laughs> when in your head does the evening end? The evening ends at like 8 or 9 p.m. The evening so ends so when it's just it gets a, dark. So it's a, just a cultural definition and then it transitions to nighttime. Yeah, I mean, nighttime, uh, is, night, nighttime night is when it's dark. Night evening are when it's dark, bro. Yeah. Who gives a shit? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> the evening no, is when it's dark. Uh, evening dark. I, I live in the north of England. The sun sets here at 4 p.m. in winter. We are plunged into eternal darkness <laughs> in the special. winter. It is, it is the afternoon. It's the evening in the northeast, in the midwest, yes. in every fucking place it's in the, the afternoon. world. It's the afternoon. Latitude, latitude, I don't know which one's right. No, we don't. No, we don't. Don't. No, yeah, we do it's not. It's basically the same thing. You they... motherfuckers are Mediterranean in the northeast. We live <laughs> so much dying off. Dog, have you been to the northeast? Check the fucking Pull weather. Up it's the not globe. Mediterranean. Pull up the globe. <laughs> no. Pull up the fucking Pull concentric the rings around the earth. Dude, this is an NA moment. Maybe. It's a I'm fucking straight line. <laughs> it's not. Well, it's a straight line. If you do it like if that, you look yeah. at a map, map projections are famously always correct, and they tell me that it gets fucking dark at 4 p.m. Okay. And what? that is nighttime. When Where... it's dark, it's night. When it's evening, it's evening. Where are you from? Where are you from? Where are you from? I grew up in Wisconsin. I live in Philadelphia. Which do you want? Which do you think is? Let's say Wisconsin. Wisconsin. What is this? It's a fucking Skyrim head outfit. That's a really good one. Why were we arguing about that? I have no idea. I do not remember that. Topping bar was the one tournament that got announced. Like what the hell? The off season's been crazy. Yeah, it's been a tough off season. That was funny. It's been a tough off season. Shit. Our next uh, nomination for best rant of the year is an absolute classic. It's Bren's Paper X rant. You get shot, (laughs) you die. And all of a sudden, you're amazing again. Paper X are the fucking worst nightmare of the armchair analyst. They do not (laughs) make sense as a team. They make confidence-based decisions. They play the game Uh. exactly how the fucking MOBA crowd hates it. Listen, there's a a subsection of player base out there that thinks the game needs to be defined down to the fucking numbers. The analytics. Pushing up my glasses. Oh, this lineup from this particular angle. Oh, this composition doesn't work in theory because this this particular section of YouTube. You're going to get shot in the face. You're going to lose the round. Game. It's an FPS. If you but want that, Thieves isn't shooting if you anyone. Want that, play Overwatch. If you want that, play League of Legends. Play a different fucking game. This is Valorant, you motherfucker. You get shot, you die. You get shot, you die. You get shot, you lose the round. You lose the game. It's an FPS game. Oh, oh my god. So is that why 100 Thieves should not make a roster change? I think they just need a, a, a mentality shift. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? T- what? <laughs> I can't remember. The beauty of I all these know. clips is looking at the topic bar and realizing every single one of these rants has absolutely shit all to do with what we're supposed to be talking about. I, I do feel like though, to run a podcast. you get shot, you die has had the most cultural impact of any of the rants yeah. on the show. I see people in like Twitch chat in like fucking rank games will just will reference you get shot, you die. Yeah, much like um they have shroud. Yeah. I just yes. sometimes I get possessed. It's when I you know it's a it's a good one when my head starts inflating with blood <laughs> and it can't deflate properly. Like you can just see the the blood pooling here yeah. because I'm shouting too much. Our final nomination for the best rant of the year 
is Sideshow's calming core rant. Oh, they're classic. <laughs> the four video long rant? No, XMS not the four video long op. one. So uh, my favorite my favorite on Ascent was round 17 where XMS has an op. So Nivera, I mean, <laughs> they couldn't be running a cop where, you know, they, they actually have an opper that's in a good position to do something. They don't even have Nivera in. They have XMS in, and he smokes himself off. He uses both smokes at the beginning of these rounds every time so he doesn't have them for the mid-rounding. He smokes himself off even though he Holding mid, and they can't pivot at all, and then scream misses his Molly over the top of Cat, and Rekar gets distracted by how badly it missed. Rekar's in a bad position, and he still gets the kill. Look at this! Look at, Look at this miss Molly coming up here! Look at it! God, it's so good. It's like one of the first times they've thrown you until watch it on the top right. Look where it lands on the top right of the screen. Scream yeah. throws it. It's supposed to go towards the generator. It would have flushed out Nazis inside his cam. Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Red guy's in an awful spot. What's he going to do? Here comes the lead. Up and over the top. Look at this. Look at where it lands. That's on top of the cam. Oh, no. Oh, no. And they just take and their sight hitting with twenty seconds uh, left as well. Uh, oh. They're not hitting the so many talking about. Well, I mean, they, they're, they're just, I guess they're trying. What are they doing? What are they doing? This is even worse than it's I remember. Bro. I don't think. Like, holy shit! Dude, it's deplorable. actually crazy bad valor. Uh, <laughs> fucking we really... is the funniest shit in the world. Dude, oh, we had a hard time this year, didn't we? Oh, I mean, it's going to get worse next year as well if we actually, if we, uh, yeah, I, I think there's going to be some teams in like, some teams in China and some teams that are just exploding in um, APAC as well that might be pretty bad. <laughs> not, not common or bad. Maybe not common or bad. Not it's that bad. That was that a special, guy. that was like, they need to study that as a case study of the inner workings of that team. How it, did that happen? I can't tell you. I mean, it was like, <laughs> Seriously. that was like, that was like what Liquid were playing like during lock-in. And it was like, have you just been memory wiped? What's occurred? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what game you're playing? Are you okay? <laughs> I, actually, people need to go and do a wellness check on the players halfway through the game. Fucking hell. Okay. Oh, Jesus. So those are the nominations. Space, here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. The winner of best rant of the year with 66% of the popular vote is you get shot, you die. Let's go, Bren. Congratulations, Bren. Thank you. I'm lucky, that. Josh. You tried real hard there. Couldn't no, I, I think the, the cultural impact of you get shot, you die is unsurpassable. It really is the one of the greatest moments I think that we've had. It just summed oh. up a yeah. It, it also just hit so heavily with all the duelist mains in ranked <laughs> and the way that they think it about really the game. did, <laughs> dude. I saw that. I saw that clip getting reposted onto like Valorant clip react channels on TikTok all over the place, and it was. And I would read the comments, and they were like, "Dude, 
they were like, finally, an Allison knows what he's talking about. They're like, I can get, I can get behind this. Like, I can get behind this guy. Uh, <laughs> um, our next category is the hotly anticipated funniest moment of the year. There are plenty of uh, nominations for this one. And we're going to go through some of them. Oh, we're going to go through all of them, actually. I don't know why I said some of them. I'm just going to skip a few. Uh, the first nomination is... The first nomination for Funniest Moment of the Year, Plat Chat 2023, is Looking Up Sideshow's Esports Earnings. Let's look up fucking... Yeah, yeah, let's see what this motherfucker... <laughs> Getting roasted for playing the poverty game of TF2. <laughs> getting roasted. That's, that's fucking brutal. Just the ball that of is laughter is vicious. Brutal. That was like playground cruelty. <laughs> that's so fucking good. I, I feel like it, you should... What did you come back with after that? Surely you come back oh, with like adjusting for in the inflation. You know when you oh, talk to boomers <laughs> and they're like... Oh, back in my let's, look up, let's look up fucking... Yeah, yeah. yeah let's like, see what this motherfucker... <laughs> <laughs> getting roasted for playing the poverty game. I can't come back with getting roasted for playing the poverty game. Inflation. Inflation implies that like I competed oh. seventy years before Bala did. <laughs> But the way I think about it is TF2 as an esports scene you, was essentially it basically was the like the 20s like the 1920s <laughs> of in esports terms like you think the of like old era. sport no just like old sport like athletes wouldn't have oh, got paid that much like like maybe they did like they got paid like crazy amounts in like baseball in the 20s or something but you know like athletes would have been, they weren't paid as much it wasn't as you, much you money mean it's in the like game. it's like mocking Wilt Chamberlain for his earnings check basically yes yeah i right. feel like i feel like that's pretty harsh cuz like by tf2 Josh like, and Wilt Chamberlain, what the fuck are you talking about? He's actually, he's actually right. So I looked at that no, one. No, he's there. not. He is. Bro. He is. Wilt I'm, Chamberlain is the god. Like, like he's yes, eleven. Me. Like, oh no, my god. No, as far as the salary comparison goes, because yeah, I like Josh, up the Josh, highest earning TF2 player, and they earn twenty nine thousand dollars. Josh with that's, his six hundred. That's, that's like a that tenth of all the prize money in in TF2 ever. <laughs> so that's like, I mean, if you won a tenth of the prize money in, in Fortnite, you wouldn't be here right now. You'd be in fucking, you'd be Except in Hawaii. Wyatt, Wyatt also competed in TF2 and has way larger earnings because he was competing in North America and actually won. The only reason, well. obviously, because he was in NA, not because uh, yeah, yeah. anything now, else. We, uh, can we move on from roasting me for being poor? Let's do it. Okay. Uh, the next nomination is Minnie gives himself a massage. Um, so I, oh, right. Like again, like I, sorry, I kind of on the fence, but I'm happy. <laughs> happy if either so team wins. Why are you massaging your nips like just, that, bro? That's not my nipples. nipples. <laughs> Where do you think my nipples are? Yeah, what? Where are your nipples, bro? I don't know, man. I was so. No, like, I'm never, happy. You never checked. Like, <laughs> you never paid attention. We just got demonetized. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got demonetized, but our Patreon got a new subscriber. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Poor Minnie. 
comes onto the show just, just, just you know. just bossing oh. why are you massaging your nips it's such a crazy thing to say like oh god bro oh. bro it's dude he was just sitting there for like fucking 30 <laughs> <laughs> the next nomination is Wyatt's Wish. Interesting, and one of the things I'd like to address is with Leviathan, winners of the Superdome. Wish I could get some Superdome. I took it. I took a sip of water like a fucking idiot, and now my fucking floor is chopping wet. <laughs> that shit oh. took me out. Oh, I could not fucking believe that he said that. <laughs> Why is on demon mode? We've left him alone in in Austin, and he's like he's like when you put a fucking like just like a, 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 I don't know like. A fish with a lot of teeth in a small pond. <laughs> he's just let loose on. The, he's let loose in Austin. I'm not calling him a cannibal, but I don't know where I'm going what? with this analogy. Oh god, Mimi's just cleaning the floor. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I laughed at that one a little too much. <laughs> uh, anyways, god, oh. that's a, that's a great one. Okay, the next nomination for funniest oh. moment of the year is Platchat Minecraft. Spent way too long doing this. Of which a Gen Z as well. So I thought we would appeal to the Gen Z player base for this episode, uh, who all famously love Minecraft, and we would just turn ourselves into Minecraft characters for this. So, <laughs> Kurt, for... <laughs> Bro. Oh no way! <laughs> oh no way! I can't believe it. Can, so, can it... That's, that's basically. It. I love that's, it. That's it's great. beautiful. That was good. Now, from that wonderful, wholesome fun, family friendly, family friendly fun, bookcased on one end by Wyatt's that's sussy so wish for, yeah, for something. On the other side, our next nomination is titled "Bala." Quote: You don't like <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> I'm just dancing. I, can't I always, I, I, don't know. I just feel like award shows are very like self-masturbatorial. Not this time. one. I'm not super into. You like masturbating? Moving on, we got we got esports for my playcaster of the year. And would you look at this? this really <laughs> way, dude. These photos are picking. What? <laughs> Whoa, excellent transition there by Wyatt. Whoa, look at the funny photos, guys. There's a lot of sussiness happening over there, Bala. Are you okay? I can't believe I said that. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, bro. That was a really good episode. We like, that yes. was. We spent half of it voting for the eSports Awards. Half of it looking at pictures of Bren. Like, yeah. it was great. What? You what? Yeah, we were just yeah. looking at old pictures of you. Oh, you were okay. fucking hot. hot, bro. I mean, you still are, but like. Oh, five seconds ago. I don't know why I've been so sussy in these clips. Ten seconds later, you look so fucking hot, bro. I'm like, oh, that's my friend. Like, what do you want from yeah. me? <laughs> well, you, well, that'll be the last sussy clip that we get to. 
So our next nomination is <laughs> Sideshow, quote, Zelsis is tempting this season anyway. When you have Zelsis on the bench, he's such a, like, he's such a tempting little addition to your team. No, he's not tempting in that way. He's not tempting in that way. But he's I mean, tempting in the sense of like, no, I think, I think he's kind of, I mean, tempting like what, Josh? Elaborate. Tempting like, tempting like he's caked up on a Thursday afternoon. I don't know. Tem no, tempting like he's a really good uh, flex player that you have on the bench. And if someone's struggling a little bit, yeah, he's a mental role. Real take now. That's. No, no, no. There's one more part. Oh, is there's there another more... part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. That's why he tells you. You like some flexible. <laughs> you call them <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Amazing. I mean, he did end mm. up being too tempting for Sentinels. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. The final nomination. <laughs> dude, I love making Josh squirm when he's the host. Dude, it's so good. The... Final nomination for funniest moment of the year Fuck, you know. is Kurt taking over Mimi's camera. Actually, I, I know someone who had some insane information about what? the alpha bracket. Some deep cut street lingo. I mean, I, I don't know if they're going to even I mean, does this even this matter I mean, now, though? It, it, no, it is crazy. About? It is crazy. For the bracket, they're already... <laughs> 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 I think the government just took out Mimi. She was, she was about to leak some classified documents and Joe Biden just had Mimi's power cut. Oh my god. <laughs> That was really that good. Was that so was good. good. That, that was, was good. a very good one. That is excellent. Oh. <clears throat> well. Oh. What do you guys think is going to win? Yeah. Oh, thank you, Space. Thank you. Okay. <clears throat> who do you think is going to win? Yeah, who do you think is going to win? I kind of like the last Before one. Before I open the sentence. It's got to be the last one, right? The last one was good. The hmm. funniest moment of the year. Platchat 2023. It's Kurt taking over Mimi's cam with 44% yes. of the votes. Congratulations, Kurt. Well done, guys. Congrats, Kurt. That, oh. was, that was a great collab effort, Mimi. Yeah, we great work, great that work. That was a very we'll good split one. split the trophy. That was a very good one. That's and it. finally, we have our final award. Why it's weekly award of the year, yearly award. Why it's yearly weekly, why it's yearly <laughs> award. <laughs> Oh. Some would say the most important. The award. I'm going to fix this. <laughs> is that just a is is that just a monopoly car glued on top of a on top of a pedestal? The winner. Yeah, the winner of the yearly award gets the third place Monopoly trophy. The third, the third place one. And I have a, an envelope right here. Kurt, oh. is, 
is the name inside this envelope, is this the winner? I don't know. You have to ask Space. He gave it to you. Well, I know, but you've got something different in the document saying message Kurt and he'll tell you. So I'm worried oh, that yeah, there's been a last I, I minute change. I already messaged you. There's no, there's no changes. You're right. You're right. Okay. Excellent. Right. Space. Yeah. You can fuck off back to America now. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. <laughs> He's not staying for dinner. Okay. <clears throat> the winner of Wyatt's yearly award is... Potter! <laughs> Yo, let's go. It's you Potter, who also up. won the also won the esports award coach of the year. I think both completely deserved as well. And fucking good luck for 2024. Yeah. <laughs> Godspeed. Rack the awards up now. <laughs> because they're gonna be difficult. If you, if you last year. pull this one out. Then you better win all the awards for the uh, for the eternity in esports. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going from I mean, goat to uh, undisputed. Yeah, I mean, what a crazy year from her. From being like so hated and the community rallying behind, we need to fire her after like the first uh, after after lock in, and then the first part of America's, and then fucking make it to playoffs, make it to Tokyo finals, win a tournament, win everything, win champions, like. The most insane turnaround. You have to give a lot of the credit with EG's success to her this year. And uh, yeah, fucking Godspeed next year. You're going to have to do it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, without a core that played in tier two, without, I mean, maybe with one of the maybe. previous players, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, any assistant coaches? Any resources? Any reserve silly. roster? Don't be silly. Have any reserve roster? Uh, no. Don't be silly. Don't, don't be silly. Yeah, but, but doesn't detract from the accomplishments this year. No, not at all. Not at all. And uh, I think it was a pretty damn good year for Valorant overall, actually. I think, yeah. it, I think it popped off. In, sure. Considering it was the first year of like the proper VCT system functioning. Yeah, there were definitely problems. There still are problems as well. But I enjoyed it. It was a good year. It was. Yeah. A this any, was a closing, very good year. any closing thoughts from any of you on 2023 before we take it out back and shoot it? Yeah. Can we get a fucking replay mode? Like... <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, replay mode would be nice. And uh, can I go to bed? Yes. Yes. But, uh, okay. Yeah, probably. Good night, everybody. Good night, friend. <laughs> Good night, friend. <laughs> Any closing words, Mimi, for 2023? It was a good year. Go, go, Valorant. Yeah. Yeah. Ola. Yeah. This was awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. I you. What the hell is wrong with you all? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Possessed by the spirit of corporate cringe. Just say something normal and human. Happy New Year. I think it's just a long episode. For those bod watchers, we had to delay like an hour because the internet was just exploding. We're a little tired. Yeah, we did have to delay a while. It's been a long day. Well, long thank you all for being here for the 2023 awards. I appreciate that. Uh, we'll be back with episode 161 fairly shortly. Hopefully, there'll be something interesting to talk about. And uh, if not, we'll redesign Icebox for an entire hour or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but until then, we'll see you. Bye bye.